Hello and welcome back. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. Hello, y'all, Seth. Hey, it's Jess. Hey, everybody. It's Jess. Hey, don't make fun of me. I'm sorry. Every time. I don't want you to be mad at me. I'm mad. I just want you to be proud of me. I'm starting off mad. I want you to say, young man, I'm proud of you. I'll take the young take the young part out. <laughs> Fuck you, Seth. <laughs> HMC number 24, Insidious, Seth's pick. Woo! You guys want to continue your conversation you were having about um, breaking fingernails on vaginas? I just don't know how it'd be possible without like it bleeding. You have to have pretty brittle fingernails, too. <laughs> like I just don't mm. understand how that could happen. What if it was a really long fingernail? Or a hook fingernail is a hook. Maybe it was like a fake nail. Or like an acrylic. An acrylic. <laughs> a press on. If you bust an acrylic <laughs> trying to... Finger yourself? Yeah, like, <clears throat> you've got problems. Do you think that's never happened before? I mean, maybe, but those are pretty, like, tough to break. But what would you be busting it on? Like the labia? <laughs> yeah, that is true. How like, would you break you it? Putting you it in a turning? You literally have to have a rock hard. <laughs> are you hooking it when you go in? <laughs> Jess, what are you doing to this thing? I've never broken a nail, <laughs> to be clear. We're just, this uh. is hypothetical. <coughs> I have not broken a nail. Well, that's boring. Doing Speaking that. of, <laughs> well, you've broken nails <laughs> other ways. Other ways. What have you been up to, Jess? Same old, same old. Deer in the headlights. Deer in the eye. Yeah, I, I like didn't even make eye contact with you. We had our business like, meeting over the weekend. You did? Oh yeah, yeah. we did. Yeah. Josh over made the us weekend was it? Sunday. Oh, do you consider that as over the weekend? It's at the end of the weekend. Yeah, that's why I was confused. I was like, what the? F-? Hmm. It wasn't a weekday. Do you hate Sundays? Yes. Why? Because I have to go to work the next day. Yeah. I don't mind Sundays. It's a day of rest. I start drinking at like. 8.30 in the morning. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You have to have goals. That's fine. Yeah. Seth's growing a beard. I'm just doing the no shave oh thing. Oh my so gosh, you are. This is about a week. A little over a week. I can literally hear your beard in the microphone when you do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it. We'll see. I couldn't do it. I it's already need, bothering me. You need to grow it out like a lot. We'll try. Wait till it gets long yeah. and you're talking in the microphone and you back away and the microphone pulls one of your mustache Ew. hairs out. It's awful. It's Yours has gotten that long? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it hurt. I thought a bee stung me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's what I said. Seth, what the fuck you been doing, man? Nothing really. Just the same old, same old. <laughs> it was beautiful outside over the weekend. It has been nice out. But I think it's going to get chilly now. It was our last burst. <laughs> burst of good weather. <laughs> That's sad. How sad. But Christmas is coming. On the like holidays. Way too soon. Like I they know. had Christmas shit out before they had the Halloween shit. That's yeah. true. Gone. That's true. Not a bunch of crap. I did get a bunch of masks on sale though. What do you guys think of the uh the podcast studio slash uh movie room, I it guess? It looks good. It's really coming along very nicely. There's a TV in here now and a mm-hmm. couch. Ooh. You mean explain it all? Yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah. There, to scale, some- please. <laughs> We've got, we got a lamp. Oh, there's two lamps. Ooh. There might be three. There's a third. There's uh, no. lamps in here, and then there's um, some bookshelves with movies. It looks a lot different than the Ooh. first time you guys came over, right? You really organized yeah. the shelves, too. I can tell. You think so? Yes, I like it. Oh, thank you. We'll take a picture. A picture. A picture. And then we'll set it on the Instagram. Yes. Seth's got a butt cushion here. <laughs> Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I like this couch. I can just kind of kick back and 
I think we're getting progressively closer to the lounge that you originally wanted. Yes. Yeah, we are. Seth wanted to go full living room lounge <laughs> with the podcast studio, but... I kind of like that idea. Yeah, it's comfy. We got dim lighting. Mm-hmm. Feels what romantic. That? What was that pop noise? Did That's you... my pen hit the... He's, he's got to get it into his comfort zone. Look at him. <laughs> hmm. Intriguing. You watching anything new, Jess? You you watching, reading? What are you doing? Um, I watched Holiday. Isn't it good? Dude, that movie is so fucking funny. <laughs> oh, you watched fu- it finally? It was really yeah. funny. It was really good. <laughs> the first time we watched it, it was at my sister's house and the kids were being crazy. So like we had to basically read it. Mm. But it was still funny then. And then Abby and I rewatched it and it was freaking hilarious. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it with that type of movie honestly no 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 it's pretty good i love emma roberts though i do too a lot of people don't like emma roberts why because she plays bitchy roles idiot <laughs> i guess she kind of does doesn't she she does play she plays a good bitchy role even in scream but... 4 she's like low-key bitchy yeah <laughs> low-key bitchy she is well, i mean you find out you know i don't want to spoil her for anybody but you know you kind of find out she's the ultimate bitchy in that movie did you watch scream queens no, is she on that? Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Uh, She's super bitchy in that. Is this a show? Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Is it a, a comedy? It's like a yeah, comedy horror. Is that really? a TV show? I can't remember. It was FX. FX, okay. Yeah. Is it over? Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't know if it got canceled or not, but there's like three seasons maybe? I might four. check it out. Speaking of canceled... um. Brooke at a podcast on Elm Street said that he'd like to punch Jamie Lee Curtis in the face. What? Yeah, he said that on when we did our episode. It's not very <laughs> Jesus-like. That's what I said. I said country music Jesus care what you know. He's Canadian Jesus. <laughs> Who's country music Jesus? I guess me. Oh. I just gave myself a nickname, Seth. Mm. What are you tweeting? <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. I'm checking something out. He's checking out his Tinder. <laughs> got him a date after Swap, this swapping <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. oh shoot all right hey let's just jump into truth no dare is that cool with you guys cool you guys that. do know i got a date tonight yeah with the country music awards yes yeah. we do so we get better move this along Dude, turning my mm. head like this my neck muscles are going to be so big yeah like i'm going to be walking around in my shaman cup Cut the shirt right here. You're going to be swole bro swolled up swole. Bro. so just to preface look i got my eric church shirt on I haven't got my damn shirt yet. I got my Eric Church Koozie 1, mm-hmm. Eric Church Koozie 2, wow. and Eric Church Koozie 3. Ooh, that one needs a little patchwork. I know. Can you sew that for me? Aren't I you can. a seamstress? Yeah. I also have a couple underwears that need okay. done Sure. A- around the crack area. <laughs> okay. I think I'm getting a little large around the middle section. We'll get you patched up. I think it might have... St- <laughs> what do you call that, Seth, when your underwear rip? Other than a Friday night at your house. Uh, is there a term for this? I don't know. Yeah, it's got to be. It's split, maybe? My split underwear your, split. Yeah. Bust open? Because my sides were hanging over too much, and it was too much weight for whatever the oh, regulatory. You just need to take them out a little bit. <laughs> you Ex- exceed- Expand the band. <laughs> <laughs> expand the band. Expand the band. I got some elastic. I'll hook it up. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate so that. So you exceeded the resistance of the elastic, basically. On both sides, which I think tore the back. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. That was weird. Um, let's go right. So uh, rapid fire. I'll read to Jess. Jess will read to Seth. Seth will read to me in no particular order. 
So does anybody want to go first? You want me to go first? You go first. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Jess, what's your biggest pet peeve? Um, people interrupting, talking over me. Do I do that a lot? Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> I do, don't I? No, I don't think you're as bad as you used to be, but she used to be pretty fucking bad about it. <laughs> On the podcast or just in person? Just in person. I just like, you'd be talking and I'd be like, well, but it was usually when you've been drinking. So mm. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt there. Is that why you called me a dickhead? Yes. That is where the dickhead. I'm pretty sure it was. Yes. <laughs> That's where it spawned from. Yep. I don't think you're that bad about it. But yeah, when you're drunk, you do tend to just like never shut up. And HMC number 24 is an intervention for Josh. Okay, Jess, would you trade your dog for a million dollars? Yes, because I don't have a dog. Would you trade your cat for a million dollars? Yep. Would you rather lose your sex organs or gain 200 pounds? Bring on the burgers because I'm gaining the 200 pounds. Wow. If you could only hear one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? I don't like that question. Probably like a Foo Fighters song, but I don't, I don't have one in mind. Why don't you like that question? I don't know. I feel like if you only could listen to one song, it would like slow you, slowly drive you insane. Hmm. Wouldn't it? Like, I don't know. I don't think you yeah. have to listen to it all the time. It's just like if you went to put a song on, that's the only one you could put on. Hmm. Maybe Aerosmith. I don't know. Aerosmith? That's not a song. You've named two bands. I know. I can't pick a song. They all have like so many songs that are my favorites. I don't know how to pick. I said just pick a song and you're like the Foo Fighters or maybe Aerosmith. (laughs) Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin. Freebird. That Tiptoe song. (laughs) Tiny Tim. Eric Eric Clapton. Shut up. I love you. Uh, we know it'd be a 98 degree song. Let's All just right. not, you know. That's true. I forgot about that one. Do you pee in the shower? No. Most food you've ever eaten in one sitting? I said most of 2007. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I like I it. I just ate a lot of food that year. I was a fatty. Uh, yeah, you know, you got, everybody's got that year. Who do you hate the most? Anyone who over talks about politics. What are you looking at me for? <laughs> this is totally you. Your favorite James Wan movie? Insidious. All right, man, that was a fucking slow rapid fire. All my fault. I apologize. It's fine. It's okay. Oh, yeah, you're reading. Sorry, I'll shut up now. I don't want to overtalk. Yeah. What is your biggest pet peeve? Finger licking. Oh. Drives me nuts when people do that. It's so gross. Would you trade your dog for $1 million? No. Would you rather lose your sex organs or gain 200 pounds? 200 pounds. Give me that Crave case. <laughs> Give me that Big Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you could only hear one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? <sighs> I got a pocket, got a pocket full of sunshine. <laughs> oh, shit. What was that? <laughs> I, just I got a pocket, got a pocket. Yeah, who is that? I just watched Easy A the other day. Mm, um, she kind of disappeared. Natasha Binning. Yeah. She must be dead. Emma Stone? Natasha Benningfield. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Probably the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. <laughs> <laughs> what makes song? Me f- the Christmas song. That has gotta be shit. Me, you chestnuts pick up. roasting. That one. That's the only song you want to listen to forever. Yeah, I think so. Makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you pee in the shower? Yes. 
No. <laughs> what is that laugh? <laughs> I can't even go that high. That's when I can't control my laugh. Do it I again. I control of it. I can't just do it on commands. <laughs> to be really... <laughs> That was pretty close. <laughs> I just can't hit, I can't hit that. You laughed just like it. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I can't hit that octave though. Let me try one more time. <laughs> no, can't get up there. <laughs> Can you, Josh? <laughs> pretty close. I feel like that is how you laugh most oh, of the time. God, it's, it's hot. Okay, you're like, it was like your laugh like got stuck in your throat. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> there was three though. Uh, Anyways, it's getting hot now. Oh shit! <laughs> Most food you've ever eaten in an entire sitting. Probably this whole COVID era. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm getting chubby. Who do you hate the most? Who do I hate anybody? I'm gonna skip that one. Favorite James Wan movie? Insidious. Duh. God, dude, my fucking face hurts. <laughs> like my eyeballs hurt. I'm like starting to sweat over here. Should the fleece. <laughs> 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 you really sound like a crazed lunatic. Can't help it. And then I'm over here wheezing. Did you bring your inhaler? I didn't. Oh, the back of my head hurts from laughing. The back of your head hurts? Yeah, from laughing so hard. Oh, Why does the back of your head hurt? <laughs> I don't know. It just does. <laughs> that doesn't sound good. <laughs> Maybe I'm having a stroke. <laughs> oh, no. I can't even fucking talk. It's <laughs> so fucking hot all of a sudden. Yes. Oh boy. Dude, the anatomy just doesn't make sense for the back of your head to hurt. <laughs> it just does. What'd you do if he turned around and he had like a fucking like big ass like bug like biting in <laughs> <Like> his <laughs> Like a giant what's tick. What's that movie where there is that huge freaking bug on his back and it's just like sucking all of his blood out? I don't know. Co ed confidentials. It's the one with Will Ferrell. Uh. Dana McBride. Oh, dude, I'm, I can't. Shit. Oh, Somebody tell us what that is. I don't know, but I think I just peed in my pants a little bit <laughs> laughing so hard. I can't control my laugh, guys, okay? See if it comes out again. This comes out real powerful in three bursts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You ready, Josh? Uh, yep. <laughs> okay, composure. Okay. Mm. <laughs> what is your biggest pet peeve? Um, passive aggressiveness. Would you trade your dog for $1 million? <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Two for one, baby. <laughs> Would you rather lose your sexual organs or gain 200 pounds? Um, yeah, give me the, uh, would you say give me all the burgers? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd probably get there with pizza, but yeah, I'd rather gain 200 pounds. But you have to also think about the caliber of person you're going to be boning if you really gain 200 pounds. Yeah, and if you're like that big, are you even going to be like... I don't know. It's it wouldn't matter for me. Big. I'm married, so I mean, sorry. It sucks for her. <laughs> If you could only hear one song for the rest of your life, mm -hmm. what would it be? 
Um, and that King Cole. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Uh, see, it already puts me in a good mood. <laughs> Even though you're singing it, still. Um. That's a, that's actually a tough one. That's a really hard one. It'd have to be some sort of Eric Church song. Probably, um... Oh, that's just a person, though. That's not like a song. Really a song. <laughs> did you just over-talk me? <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, I did. That is your pet peeve. Yep. You just peeved your pet. I did it. Oh, maybe some country song. It would be. It would probably be <laughs> Living a Part of Life by Eric Church, probably. Or Hold My Own by... Hold My Own, Eric Church. Hold My Own hmm. by okay. Eric Church. You sure? Yes. Okay. Do you pee in the shower? Be I honest. Used, I used to pee in the shower, but now I have two little girls that take baths in the bottom of it, so I think it's gross. Yeah, that would be. So I don't pee in the shower. So if you ever shower here, please don't pee in the shower. <laughs> I won't. Okay. <laughs> Most food you've ever eaten in an entire sitting? Um, It would either be one of those Thurman burgers, probably. Or pizza, because I go balls to the wall with pizza. Yeah, like, you do. Like, I'm going to eat pizza till I physically feel sick. The yeah. Angela's night? Yes. And I think all of us got sick that night, didn't we? Or was it just me? No, just you guys that had the sausage pizza. You got uh, sick? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember I felt really shitty the next day. Yeah. I had, like, the shits. <laughs> <laughs> he felt like he ate at rallies. Did you throw up? No, I was up shitting all night. Yeah, like, was... shitting my brains out. <laughs> It was like uh, one of those yeah. hot ones, you know what I mean, where you're real sweaty. Pretty sure that dude you talked to on the phone jizzed in our pizza. Well, I mean, it was probably my fault. You don't call a pizza place and ask them how they, <laughs> how they, how their sausages, and it then you like, like requested for them to do it differently than they actually you wanted, did. You wanted them like crumbled, like to a certain <laughs> size. And- <laughs> You were like, can you slice that up for me extra fine, bud? Remember, he told me they they break them up by hand. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he did say that's that. That's probably why we got sick. Yeah, we crumble them by hand. I'm like, oh, that sounds fantastic. It was literally a 10-minute conversation to order pizza. It was, it was a long time. It was like ridiculous. Oh, fuck me, Ronan. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you hate the most? I don't really hate anybody, but the person I like to fuck with the most is probably you. So I would pick you strictly based on the fact that I like to pick on you. Okay. So really, that means probably that I love you. The, I love to hate you the most. Does that make sense? Sort of, maybe. I don't know. Hate's a pretty strong word. That's hard to answer. Yeah, you did pee in my hot tub, so. I have never peed in your hot tub. Must have been me. I'm sure you have. Favorite James Wan movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dead Silence or The Conjuring. Probably Dead Silence. Dead Silence is good. Dead Silence. Yes. Okay. That's yes, it. or Saul. I like Saul too. Mm. Not Saul too, but Saul also. 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 So Dead Silence, The Conjuring, Saul. Okay. Fast and Furious Seven, well, and I also like fine. Aquaman. Fuck, I like all his movies except for this one. I'm surprised you like Dead Silence over. You don't the like others. this movie? Why? I like it, but Tell me. I see so you psychoanalyzing me over there. I'm not. I was just surprised. I didn't think that was oh. one you would like very much. I love all. Dead Silence. Oh. Yep, that's how it's. Wow, that was fun. Okay. These rapid fire rounds are not rapid fire rounds, I gotta tell you. Well, we got some humorous questions in here. <laughs> Jessica's you, stroke laugh or whatever you, that was. Oh my God. That's just my regular laugh, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh like that quite frequently. How have you not noticed over the past fucking, what, seven years? I don't know. I don't know about you, but I think she's been working on her laugh. Yeah. 
She's trying not. something new. She's out here walking the dog. She's like, you got to take this laugh for a walk. <laughs> what? No, she sits in the mirror and just does it over and over Ew. again. Ew. That's <laughs> <laughs> creepy. <laughs> So funny. Holy cow. All right, let's hop into the <laughs> Do You Like Scary Movies discussion. Movies Insidious. Seth picked this movie. Seth, why did you pick this movie? So at the time when I first saw this, I thought it was like the scariest movie I'd ever seen. Ever? Yeah. Up until that point. What was it that scared you so much? I think because it was the first <clears throat> movie for me <laughs> that I remember having like daytime jump scares. They're like, oh, it's the daytime and they're sitting in the kitchen. Nothing's going to mm-hmm. happen. Bam. They got gotcha. you. Yeah. You're a jump scare guy. Yep. Okay. Do you remember the first time you watched the movie, Seth? Yeah, it was actually a group of us. We watched it on television. Was I, I with you? No, this was like 2010. Oh, like when it came out? Yeah. And we just thought it was like so fucking scary. I think we watched it twice, actually. You thought it was that good that you watched it twice? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's at impressive. the time. At the time. Okay. All right. Are you a Patrick Wilson fan? Yes, I think he's hot. Okay. And I enjoy his acting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jess. Yes. Why did you pick this movie? I didn't pick this movie. Oh, that's the wrong question. I'm sorry. Do you remember the first time you watched this movie? Yes. I saw it in theaters. In the theaters? Hmm. In the theater. I think I saw it at the Piqua movie theater. <clears throat> Hang on. Let's let Seth get his. <laughs> it's usually not that loud. I wonder if it's because I don't have that white cup. It's probably that Aldi wine. <laughs> Maybe. Is that where it's from? Winking. Yeah. Isn't it their brand? Out. I don't yes. know. I don't shop there. You send Abby to the store to get some wine and this is what she brings you. <laughs> it's not terrible. It's good, but it's like four bucks. Anyway, I don't remember the first time I watched this movie. Um, mm. To be honest with you, I remember, I know I've seen it before a couple of times. I think I watched it with you guys at one point. Probably. Probably. But I don't remember the first time I saw it. So our characters, we're going to jump right into character. We got Patrick Wilson. He plays Josh. Great mm. name. Great name. Rose Byrne. She plays Renee. I love Rose Byrne. I hate the way that's spelled, though. I do, I do too. Like, oh, I when I was you were... typing it, I was having trouble, like... Oh, uh, <laughs> autocorrect kept popping up. Yeah. I thought for sure you were going to say you didn't like Rose Byrne, and I was going to kick you off, off No, I told you that I love Damages, and she was in that show. Fuck, you did tell me that. Does she have an English accent or her uh, fake American accent? I think accent? it's fake American. Have you ever seen that, Jess? With mm-hmm. Glenn Close? Oh, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I love Rose Byrne. What's your favorite Rose Byrne movie? Probably Insidious. Well, duh. Stupid me. Sorry. <laughs> Jess? Um, the one with Seth Rogen. Neighbors? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, that's it's pretty good, such too. such a good yeah. fucking movie. That's why I like her, because she's so like versatile with her acting. Mm-hmm. She can play like a really funny role or like Scary. serious. Yeah. Yeah. She's hilarious. She is funny. All right. We got Ty Simpkins. He plays Dalton. Lynn Shea plays Elise. I don't know how to, uh, Leah Warnell, Warnell. Oh, it's Lee. That's Lee. Lee. <laughs> Leah. Leah. <laughs> Lee Warnell is how I would say that. His name is Lee Warnell, and he actually wrote the movie, just so you know. And he wrote. Um, Saw. Yes. He's in Saw, isn't mm-hmm. he? Yes, yeah. he's in the room. Lee Warnell. Wow. Old specs. Okay, I would normally cut that out so I don't look so stupid, but it was so bad that I'm probably just going to leave it in. <laughs> Leah. I can't read my own fucking handwriting. Lee Wanell plays Specs. Angus Sampson plays Tucker. Directors James Wan, The Conjuring, Saw, Aquaman, Fast Furious 7, Dead Silence. Anything really, else? Really random he did one Fast and Furious movie. I think he also did Fast and Furious 3. Oh, okay. 
I no, he didn't. I also think it's weird he did Aquaman. He's doing Aquaman too. also. It's crazy. <sighs> crazy. I liked it, though. A lot of people did not like it. Crazy for but it was feeling. Not, it was not terrible. Aquaman? There were some cringy parts. For Who sure. doesn't like Aquaman? I think there are a lot of people that don't. I don't like those people. I went to... His... That's probably not true. That's probably not true. <laughs> <laughs> you really know people that don't like Aquaman? Yeah. I mean, I know people that like him, like the comic and everything, but they didn't like how the movie was done. Mm. I loved Aquaman. You could probably mm. guess that, though. I'm kind of a loser. I'm just taking it in. I just don't know how somebody would not <laughs> like that movie. <laughs> Do you have a moment of silence? Did, did you was, like Aquaman? I actually don't think I've seen it. There were a lot of cringy parts. Like also, Jason Momoa parts? Of, yeah. I also am not a huge Amber Heard fan either. I was, and then I wasn't, and now I don't really know. I didn't mind her in that movie. Um, I, full disclosure, am not a Patrick Wilson fan. Oh, really? At all. Oh, I like Patrick Wilson. Mm-mm, don't like him at all. Why? And uh, I just don't like him. Mm, that happens. I don't believe his acting. I think he's a terrible actor. Mm. Really? Yes. I like him. I do, too. And I think, and we can talk more about this later, but I think that's why I like I like The Conjuring a lot more than this movie. I do. I, I like him better than The Conjuring. But I feel like this is a Patrick Wilson movie. And The Conjuring yeah. is a, I'm going to fuck her name, Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Right. Steals the show in that movie. But oh, anyway. Yeah. 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 And the, the one that plays mom. Anyway, jump that we're jumping way too far ahead, Seth. Seth, you want to hit us with the synopsis of your movie? Sure. Parents take drastic measures when it seems their new home is haunted and their comatose son is possessed by malevolent entity. Shit. You did a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. I drank that entire beer because I was laughing so hard and then I had to wait. (laughs) Damn it. All right, here we go. Oh, my God. Dude. So Seth wants to crack that guy open um, right before it expires and see what, uh, can you imagine what that's going to look like after we've beat the piss out of it on that table? <laughs> it's just going to like ooze out of the pack. Oh God. Would you drink it? Mm-mm. If it oozes out, will you take a sip of it? A small taste just like I do lick. with hot wings. <sighs> oh, you and hot wings, dude. dude. Seriously, if you ever go out, <laughs> don't take Seth out to like a hot wing place. That's what I've heard. It's fucking embarrassing. Dude. The whole bar was looking at it. Oh, it was God, terrible. they were not. You're exaggerating. Like nibbles at it. Scene one, opening scene. The movie opens with the boy sleeping in his bed. The camera moves, and we see a shadow in the window. <gasps> Jessica, you probably love this part. You had your creepy ass James Wan violin. This, fucking violins. this is the best one. <laughs> I put. <laughs> this is the best, like, opening. Yeah. I made sure to note violins, Jess. I, I mean, they're really <laughs> hammering on them things. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I wish everybody could <laughs> see what you just did. Check it off. My pen vibrated too. <laughs> I haven't had my hand on there. Why did I do that? I don't know. It looked Anyways. like you were like shifting the car, but you couldn't get the car in gear. <laughs> she does a lot, you know. The violins are great. Why are you missing a couple fingernails? Uh oh. Oh shit! We zoom in as a creepy ass woman uh, is like in the window, I think. Yeah, it's a window. Insidious comes over the screen and the violins stop. Seth, what did this lady look like? Like a turn of the century old woman. Yeah, it was weird at first. Like, obviously, we see what she looks like more later, but at first, I was like, it kind of like looked like a man. <laughs> yeah, she. it looks like a Victorian old woman with like a veil on, like she's at a funeral holding yeah. a candle. 
creepy as shit. Yeah. Credits roll as we see black and white pictures of a house that is being moved into. I thought this was neat where like some of them had stuff moving, like the chair would move mm-hmm. or the lamp was swinging. Yeah, the more you look at those pictures and probably the more times you see the movie, mm-hmm. you notice different things happening. Mm-hmm. But I did, I thought it was a little long, but I think it was trying to tell a story, which we see here yeah. in a minute. And so. the violins are kind of subtle throughout, Jess. They're like, I know. There's a lot of violins right there. It's very creepy. It's like violin orgasm, I bet, right there. Right there. Jess had to take a pause. I like the credits part. I thought it was kind of creepy. What do you say? She had to take a beat. Take a beat. Gotta take a beat. No, the score throughout the whole movie is really good, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. Um, scene two, mm, Rose Byrne. The scene opens to Rose Byrne's character, Renee, spelled very awkwardly, by the way. Waking up as Patrick Wilson, he's Josh, snores next to her. So did you notice that as soon as she woke up, he quit snoring? Mm-mm. He was like snoring, and then like she like wakes up, and she sits up, and as soon as she gets like out of bed, she turns around, he's not snoring anymore. Oh, maybe that was his ploy. Yeah, she tries to sneak through the house with the floors creaking everywhere. She walks as she walks down the steps. We hear a grandfather clock. Do you guys have a grand? You have a grandfather clock, don't you? I don't know. I thought one of you did. Mm-mm. It would definitely be Seth. He's got all the creepy ass shit. <laughs> yeah, that would be me. <laughs> and he's old as fuck. Like I feel yeah. like an old person. That's, yeah. No, I don't have a grandfather clock, but now I kind of want to get one. Do those things creep you guys out like they mm. creep me they out? They creep me the fuck yeah. out. Okay, good. I'm not the only one here. She starts to put away old books that are still in a moving box. She looks through a scrapbook and as her son wakes up and tells her he uh, he does not like his new room. She tells him that she can't sleep either and they look through the scrapbook together. And his creepy ass just shows up behind her. There's a lot of that in this yeah. movie. They definitely set the pace right there for the movie with mm-hmm. uh, jump scares from behind. Mm-hmm. No pun intended, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> Those can be jump scares, too. Yeah. Uh, she tells him she was a kid once, too, and he tells her that she's old now. Like, nothing better than, than your kid telling you you're fucking old, let me tell you. Right. He does ask to see pictures of his dad because she shows him pictures of her, and Dalton asks to see pictures of his dad when he was a little kid, and she tells him that she wishes she could, but he doesn't have any. All of a sudden, the baby, the baby's name is Callie, starts crying. So we're setting we're setting it off here, right? We're we got we're laying some foundation here. The dad, what kind what kind of person has no pictures of their childhood, right? Right. So we should know something. Kind of strange. Something. There's something strange in the neighborhood. <laughs> Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. My kids started watching Ghostbusters on Hulu, just so you know. That's awesome. Like You're the original. Right. The old ass cartoon. Oh. Scene three, breakfast time. We cut to Renee making breakfast, trying to talk on her phone as the baby starts to cry and the boys are fighting. We see Josh getting ready in the bathroom and pulling out gray hair. This guy really cares about his look. He's like putting some aging cream on later, isn't he? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. He walks into the kitchen as Renee screams, I want to speak to an <laughs> Speak agent. to an agent. <laughs> I think I thought this was so funny because it's probably happened to me 400 times. Oh, well, these yeah. have gotten a lot better, but at the time this came out, those were all those were terrible. Oh, like yeah. they never recognized what you were saying. Right? They were yeah. So it's just fu- it's probably funnier then than it is now. But. Well, and if there was anybody talking in the background while you were trying yeah. to get use one of those things, like it was immediately kill it. I remember because we had to pay. I think it was either our gas bill or our electric bill. You had to call in and do that. And it was like you had to be like in a dead. So like we had to put a um, soundproof room in our house just to pay our just electric to bill. Call and pay the electric <laughs> bill. Renee goes in the living room to look through the boxes and she finds the books that she put on the bookshelf earlier laying on the floor. Shit. That's when you know. Shit, she shit, scolds shit. the boys, and as Josh is leaving, she asks him if he's taking the boys to school. He tells her he can't. He has a PTA meeting. She looks pissed off as he kisses the baby and leaves. 
So you guys says that's how you, you guys says, you guys said that's how you know. But do you think if you had that many people living in the house that you would suspect you had like a ghost? Like if I came down here and a bunch of my books were on the floor, I'd probably go upstairs and start bitching at the girls for doing it. What do you think? Mm, I don't know. You'd I'm immediately feeling. jump to the, you have a entity. I would since I live alone. <laughs> I'd probably be like, that's huh. true. Yeah. I guess it would depend. Yeah. I, don't I, think, I don't think I would right away. Probably not the first time. Yeah. I agree. But I'll tell you, after watching this, it did kind of creep me out because I was walking through. So I walked through the front room and into the kitchen. And we have the hallway right mm-hmm. there. And I could have swore I saw something like in the corner of the hall. I actually <gasps> like backed up and looked and turned the light on. But there was nothing. I mean, <laughs> no. there's that mirror there. So it was probably me walking through. Yeah, I'd have to have like a couple <laughs> instances, I think, to like yeah. suspect. Scene four. Lady Gaga Renee. The scene opens to Renee playing piano and writing on sh- writing sheet music. As she's playing, the baby starts to cry through the monitor on the piano. Renee goes up and soothes the baby, and as she does, she hears heavy breathing somewhere in the house. Mm-hmm. She walks up to a door and hears the noise. When she opens it, she uh, finds steps that lead to the attic. She goes up the steps, stands on the, a ladder to pull the light to turn on the light. It's like one of those old school uh, rope rope chain things you pull. As she does this, the furnace kicks on. And she leaves. Well, one of the ladder legs breaks too. Yes, you're correct. The lad, the bottom rung of the ladder does break. And I was like, why would stretching. you have this set up where you have to climb a ladder to turn the light on? Right. So first of all, that was odd. That was a question I had: is what does the ladder lead to? Because it looked like a like a like one of those weird ladders that are in like a um, library where you walk yeah. up it to get yeah like books. yeah it does. But it, that's what it kind of want to look like. There's no way they just had a ladder to pull a light switch, right? I wouldn't think so. And then the stove being in the attic, like that's super odd. That's the yeah. other question I had is our furnace is actually in the attic. I mean, mine is for upstairs, but it's not like a wood burning, whatever that thing was. Yeah, the, it's like, it reminded me of Home Alone. Yeah. Because they're in the Cause basement because the heat rises, right? So Right. Didn't you have a wood burning stove? Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought so. I mean, I had an argument. It wasn't an argument. It was a disagreement. The other day, because I said that you guys had one when you first moved into your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. There, I mean, there's still there's still one. Really? Do you, you don't use it, do you? Never used it. Because that house was small enough that really it would have been an oven mm-hmm. if we tried that. That's true. I That's was really true. surprised that they ever had one in there. I think the neighbors have one because I was out front. <laughs> Stupid conversation. But I was out front getting our trash cans and all this smoke came rolling across the front of the house. And I was like, I thought their house was on fire. It's like walking around the side mm-hmm. of the house and it was coming out of a stack thing. So I was like, uh-huh. oh, it must heat with wood. You know, out here in the sticks, we're not in the woods anymore. But by the way, I listened to our first episode, Scream, and that fucking bird. Remember that bird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like all over that episode. It's like, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. The scene cuts to later in the evening as Josh gets home from work. He compliments her on getting the house in order as we see the br- uh, the older brother playing on the on the stairs. That's Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, then suddenly the attic door creaks open. Downstairs, Josh and Renee discuss her missing sheet music that she can't find, and it's not in any of the boxes. The camera cuts to the older brother, again, that's Dalton, walking up into the attic. He walks up the rickety ladder to try to turn on the light uh, when one of the rungs breaks and he falls to the ground. He got up a lot higher than she did, though. Yeah, but there was no way he was going to reach that light. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like, not even close. As he sits up, he looks over and hears a rustling mm-hmm. noise. He looks to his right. Uh, we cut to Renee and Josh downstairs playing with the baby and Foster. That's the younger brother. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, Dalton in the um, suddenly Dalton is screaming and the um, the parents, Renee and... For the record, 
They didn't say their names at all until fucking like halfway through the movie. You learn what these people's names are. Just so you guys know. Well, I was watching Amazon, so I paused it and saw them. Of course you did. Of course you did. So they run upstairs. They find <laughs> him laying on the ground. Um, he, I think he hit his head, right? Yeah, like I think they think he just fell off the ladder and that was it. Because Josh checks his leg and then he like I think he tells him in his head his head hurts, but they mm-hmm. like look at it. But uh, so Josh carries Dalton downstairs and Renee picks up the ladder pieces as she uh, she like looks up to see that her like her sheet music is in a box laying in the attic right where Dalton was like looking at. So that that noise that he looked at came from his right and it's kind of mm-hmm. it looks like right where the sheet music is mm-hmm. laying at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spooky shit. That's fucking scared <laughs> now. Scene five, bedtime chats. Renee and Josh are talking at bedtime. Renee tells him she's sorry she was pissed when he got home. She was just frustrated she didn't get anything done today. This is where he's putting on your eye cream. Yeah, this dude's got a complex about mm-hmm. getting old, I think. Yeah. Um, I have a ton of gray hair, and I don't pull it out. I'm just embracing the fact that I'm a distinguished older gentleman. Gentleman. I didn't think it bugged guys as much as it bugged like women i think some it does yeah more than others i don't know why that would bother somebody mm. i feel like it'd bother you Mm-mm. look at all this gray shit in my beard that's true i think it just looks blonde it's got that yeah. receding hairline too well, i'm old <laughs> <laughs> uh renee says she wants this house to be different i don't even think we learned about that right Clearly, they had some issues at the other house we don't have they never they never bring that up again no they never really go into depth about that Okay, she thanks him for letting her take some time off to work on her music. They kiss and joke around about uh, how he loves all of her songs. Um, again, I'm not a huge Patrick Wilson fan, but I thought they did a good job of kind of showing that they're like kind of joking. They have this somewhat decent relationship, but there's something going on with the past. Again, maybe that's this thing never comes around full circle, and we never really find out about what she's kind of talking about here, right? I kind of wonder like if he cheated or something. That's the vibe I got. Because like later when he comes home late, she's like real pissed. Right. That's kind of the vibe I was getting, but then it like never they never really say. So I don't know. Scene six, drip drip. We see the family sleeping as the camera pans in on Dalton's room. The camera zooms in past his face, and in one of the windows there's an image. Mm. The next morning, Renee's making breakfast and asks Josh to go up to uh, wake up Dalton. When he walks into his room, he tells him to wake up and he starts to get his clothes out of the drawer. He pats him on the bed, like on the blanket, but he doesn't respond, says his name a bunch of times, starts touching his face. That Dalton never wakes up. Uh, from there, we cut to the, the hospital and there's a doctor talking to the parents about how Dalton's in a coma. There's no brain damage, but he is in a coma and the doctor said he's never seen anything like it. That's when we actually get to see Dalton. He's got an uh, oxygen mask on. He's laying in the bed, in the hospital bed. Um, the doctor tell them just, tells them they'll just have to keep running tests and they'll see in a couple days. Could you imagine like having a kid? They go to sleep and they just don't wake up. Mm-mm. I would be a mess. And like, there's no ex. They give him no explanation. And, and honestly, the doctor annoyed the shit out of me because he was like totally just like kind of nonchalant about it. He was like, uh, "I don't really know what to tell you." And then his phone mm-hmm. rings, and he takes it and he leaves. Yeah. He did not have very good bedside manner. No. Is that what you call that? Mm-hmm. He was just like, I don't know. Yeah. Never seen anything like it, guys. Sorry. We'll have to run some more tests. It's gonna. It's gonna take a, a couple <laughs> weeks. But I do wonder, like, as a doctor, if you've been doing it forever and you just get like numb to it that would be the mm. moment where i would like lose yeah. lose my shit yeah if you were a parent or a doctor a parent yeah yeah i would lose my shit because like they're not telling you anything and he acted like he just acted like he didn't care he's like yeah sorry we're gonna have to 
Yeah. Get you out of here. Run some tests. All right, scene seven, three months later. This scene opens with a home, uh, at their home, and there's a nurse. She's telling Renee how to put, I think it's a feeding tube, isn't it? Yeah, so I was like, how awful would this be? Yeah, and she just, Ugh. Renee looks freaking just wiped out. Mm-hmm. She, she just looks yep. exhausted. Um, so we we find out they moved him from the hospital. Now he's at home, um, and that's some, some home health care stuff going on. So we see that Renee's trying to work on her music at the piano. She hears whispering over the baby monitor again. She grabs it, puts it up to her ear. The the voice says, there's nothing you can do. I don't know if you guys have the subtitles on, but this is what the voice is whispering. There's nothing you can do. Uh, As Renee walks the steps in front of that big-ass grandfather clock, she can hear the whispering even Mm -hmm. louder. And then it kind of turns into a chuckle. It's it's like this voice, and it says, I want it, I want it, I want it. Give it to me. I want it now. The jump scare was, I want it now. Yeah. It's like, I want it now. And she <laughs> screams, and the baby starts screaming. Mm-hmm. She runs up the steps. But real quick, during this whole scene, like, she's sitting there. The, there's whispering on the monitor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that fucking grandfather clock is going to chime, and that's what the jump scare is going to be because I forgot about this part. Yeah, I did too. So the whole time I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, okay, come <clears> on, <throat> clock. Come on, clock. And then he <laughs> screams, I want it now. And I was like, oh, shit. Did you jump? I didn't jump, but it just wasn't what I was expecting. Uh, like I was just, because you know, they kept showing that clock. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is definitely going to be the jump scare. Um, so she gets up to Callie's room. She's crying, but there's no one in the room. She looks around. She doesn't find anything. Later that night, Renee's putting Foster to bed and finds an award that he received from school. She tells him that it's been a hard time. It's hard right now, but things are going to get better. So he won this award at school, and he doesn't tell them about it, which I kind of thought was odd. was a little odd. Um, but clearly, I'm guessing all the attention is on Dalton for the past three months. Mm-hmm. That's what the vibe I was getting as well. So that's probably why. And this kid's not getting any attention, which right. we kind of find out here in a minute. So as she's leaving. He tells her that uh, he's scared of this shit. Actually, did creep me out. As she, as she's leaving the room, he tells her that uh, I think he said he wants to change rooms. Yep. And that he's afraid of Dalton when he walks around at night. And he says Dalton scares me when he walks around at night. Oh my god. Mm. And she just like leaves. yeah well it made me mad that she didn't directly go upstairs when she heard somebody fucking talking on the monitor to check on her baby well could have been interference maybe oh no if i heard that i'd be up there i'd have been straight to the bedroom like it was a pretty clear like person talking and it was fucking creepy sounding like and he was saying up there give it to me like what's he what's he trying to get right Uh uh-uh nope Mm -mm. i'm with you i would have ran right up the steps you would have waited? I don't know what I would have done in that situation. Hmm. But can't those things pick up like other stuff? I never had anything like that happen. We do. When we lived in town, it did. It, yeah. it would pick up other frequencies. But it wasn't anything Pretty like that. Right. But I'm sure I'd run up there if I heard that you, shit. You can't do anything. <laughs> I'd be like, the fuck I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun sex night. Scene eight. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I almost spit my drink out. <laughs> Damn it, I wish he would have. Oh, Got too much uh, expensive equipment here to be spitting <laughs> like, drinks out. There's a Mountain Dew on it. Like, we went into the poorhouse to buy all this shit. <laughs> Scene eight, beep, beep. We hear Dalton's machine beeping as Foster sits up and looks down the hallway to his room. So this is it. It's dark. It's bedtime. They're, they're in their beds. We see that Dalton is still laying in bed. Foster shuts his door so he cannot see Dalton. Inside Foster's room, we hear th- like a thud outside of the door, mm-hmm. uh, like in the hallway. And he runs over and gets under his covers. 
We cut to Renee and Josh in their room. She tells him about the monitor incident. He tells it was probably interference, like Seth just said. <laughs> and they pick up other people's monitors. Uh, I, like I said, ours did do that, but it wasn't to that extent. Suddenly there's a huge bang noise in the house. I guess it sounds like the front door to That's me. three bangs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. Three big bangs. And then we hear three bangs again. Mm-hmm. So Josh goes out. He goes downstairs. He goes out the hallway downstairs. To, he turns on the lights, which I have a note here. Fucking Ellison in, what was that movie? Hmm? Last movie we just did. Sinister. Sinister. Ellison and Sinister should have turned some fucking lights on like this. Agree. Yes. I've got to give him credit. At least he turned the lights on. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. So Josh walks up to the front door. He looks outside. As he turns on the porch light, the fucking porch light, of course, just goes out. Do you guys leave your porch lights on at night? We do. I do too. I always thought it was weird when people don't turn them on. I know. There's like houses on my streets like completely black. Isn't that like like the point of it? Right. Like it would be, to me, I feel like it would be easier to rob. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were supposed to leave them on for security purposes. I do. I just, a lot of people I see don't. And I just thought it was odd. I think that's asking to have your house robbed. I I mean, Josh doesn't have his on in this. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Great name. Not a smart guy. Uh, It's porch light dies on him he grabs a flashlight out of the drawer he looks out in the front porch it doesn't see anything i thought this was weird he's like looking out the window but like if you shine a flashlight on glass like that doesn't just reflect back yeah pretty much yeah oh boy so he opens the door there's nobody out there he shuts it but did you notice that the screen door wasn't latched Mm -hmm. okay Mm-hmm. So he locks the door. Uh, Callie starts screaming bloody murder from her room. Renee walks into the room and there's somebody standing like behind the crib, behind this like mesh. Which yes. This also annoyed me. They had like, what are those called? I can't think of what it is. It's, it like, goes over the bed. and it's Like, oh, like a, a canopy? A canopy. Canopy bed. But yeah. it's like sheer. You can see sheer. through it. There's and, like, no point for it really. It's just decorative. Yeah. Yeah, but what if that fell and landed on your baby while it's sleeping? Right. I don't know. A lot of people had canopy beds at one time. Well, a lot of people were bad parents then, <laughs> Seth. My sister had one. Well, I'm very so popular in the 80s. Have to talk to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> but this this got me as a jump scare. So she walks in, and behind the crib, she sees. Um, was it? What was it? Who was it? I forget. It just looked like a man. Oh, like it was like a shadowy. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one that we see a little bit, in a little bit. It's the dark haired man. Mm-hmm. He kind of reminds me of. Sinister, the ragul yeah. or whatever. Bagul. Bagul. Did you, did you I said ragul. Bagul. Ragul. Ragul. Fucking ragul. I didn't say ragul. I said ragul, but Just, like still. I heard ragu. Just because I'm here thinking about some spaghetti. I want some, I want some paschetti. Ooh. <laughs> I could go for some SpaghettiOs. <laughs> yeah, we know. Straight out of the can, not mm. even heated up. Yum. Savage bastard, you. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Josh runs up. There's nobody there. When he gets there, of course, the house alarm starts going off, and Josh goes back downstairs to look. The front door is wide open. Oh, my God. Renee grabs Foster, and they go to Dalton's room. Josh walks around the house, turning on the lights. Again, he's a hell of a lot smarter than Ellison was. And he's he, got a poker. He picks up a fire poker. As he walks around the house, the alarm goes off again, and the front door is standing wide open yet again. I'm sorry, dude, but I would be the fu- out of there. This whole scene is, like, very scary. It's creepy. It's, like, there's a lot of tension. Yeah. Because, like, he's walking around flipping on lights, so you're just waiting the whole time. Like, okay, when is something mm-hmm. going to jump out and scare the piss out of me? Especially the door being, like, wide open. <sighs> yeah. I mean, yeah. even if it wasn't a, you know, a demon, just like that would be fucking scary. I mean, for me, I would assume somebody's opening <clears throat> the door. So it's like, yeah. 
And uh, somebody's in the house, right? You would think he would have called the police. Yeah. I don't know about old Josh. Mm-hmm. Scene nine, back to school. This next scene opens with Josh uh, at school. He's like, his class leaves the room. He calls Renee on the phone. He tells her that he is, has to stay late to grade some tests. Don't wait up. He puts his hands over his eyes and he starts to have flashbacks. It looks like the kid from the first scene in the movie that we saw, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I, so he looks exhausted. So clearly he's not sleeping. But if you were his wife or his husband, like, would you think, oh, yeah, okay, he's staying late to grade test. Who has to stay late to grade test? Like, bring them bitches home. I would right. be like, yeah. nope, get your ass home. Oh, wow. You can you can grade papers upstairs. <laughs> yep. No, same, same. Like you can you can come home. Um, yeah, I thought that was odd. Like nobody's buying this shit. If anything, it would have made her suspicious as to what he was actually doing. In my opinion, agreed. Right. The next day, Renee asks the nurse if he's uh, if her son's made any progress. She tells her, "No, he's not in a coma. They don't know what to do with him, so they've given up." She's so, talking about the doctor. Quick note. Mm-hmm. I also thought this was the next day, but I think it's the same day. Oh, is it the same night? Yeah, is it still night though? Because then when she calls him, he's like passed out at his desk at school. Oh, that's true. Because I had to go back and be like, "Wait a minute." Yeah, you're right. That would make sense. But he had, I think he had a different outfit on, so I took it as it was the next day. No, I'm not mm. sure. Which is why I think she got so pissed that he stayed late again. But maybe not. It well, been either the way, it still it still works out. Um. Yeah. So Renee says that she feels like the universe is is uh, seeing how far it can push her before she breaks. The nurse leaves, and Renee's covering Dalton back up when she finds a bloody handprint under the covers by his leg. Mm. We cut to Josh sleeping in his desk at school as his phone rings. He listens to his voicemails, and Renee is practically begging him to come home mm. at this point. Um, yeah, this guy's kind of sucks, but it's fine. He pulls up. <laughs> he pulls up, and Renee calls him out for coming home late every night. Which again, that's why I thought. Okay, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. He lies and tells her uh, he was grading tests again. She tells him that she's scared. She's scared for Dalton. She's scared of the house. There's something wrong with it. Ever since they moved in, something has been wrong and continues to go wrong. I think she says, I think it's haunted, doesn't she? I think, no, he asks her if she thinks it's haunted. That's she right. tells she him, says, yeah. She says, I don't think it is. I know it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, things move around. I feel like people are watching me and she says she can't be in the home alone anymore, basically. So basically pleading with him to come home and, and quit leaving her there all the time. And we can clearly see the tension now with them. I like yes. how she says it's like he's, he's, he is there, but it's like, he's not really there Yeah. because he does seem so aloof mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. I think she also says something about he, she feels like he's avoiding the situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, he um, is. And that's when he gets shitty with that is that's when he mm-hmm. gets shitty with her and he tell he like screams at her and says he he's dealing with it in his own fucking way. Yeah. That's when she throws the sheet at him and tells him to deal with this. That's the bloody sheet oops. from earlier. She storms off. So let me ask you. I will take a poll here real quick. So you guys know how um, I communicate. I talk. I say I just speak regularly with bad language. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. So if Abby and I are having like a uh, like a heated discussion and I cuss, I'm not cussing at her. I'm just that's how I talk, right? Mm-hmm. But she sometimes feels like I'm cussing at her. Do you think that's how she felt in this situation? That because it seems like she got really mad when he started cussing. Maybe maybe he doesn't cuss a lot. Mm, that could be. I think she did feel like threatened or something because really she wasn't coming at him that bad. No. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so there's definitely a lot of tension between the two of them, and then we, that's really when we get the feeling that he's not ever there. 
And even when he is, like Jessica just said, he's pretty much checked out. But obviously the situation is a strain on them. So yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I would imagine it would be As on anybody. Would be. Yeah. Sure. So we cut to know he's sleeping on the couch. Uh, he's having dreams about a boy in a bed. Again, I think it's the boy from earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a hallway with red candles in the front, and then you see the front of their current house they live in. Suddenly we see Renee wake up from a dead sleep screaming. She looks at the clock, and it's 1.53 a.m. Did you notice the camera angle was weird, and so was the color? Yeah, it was kind of like not quite black and white, but... Yeah, and it was the same. And it was the first time we saw like that close-up shot so it almost made me feel like she was dreaming. I assume I had to assume she was. I thought it was because like I said woke too. up screaming from a nightmare. Okay, um, I just thought the camera angle was weird. Then one fifty three a.m. Does that ever come back into play again? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, uh, so she calls for Josh, and then suddenly a man appears. I think this was the man from the bedroom earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he screams and like he jolts at her. Josh wakes up and runs from uh, the couch to her room. And well, at then, first, he's walking back and forth on the balcony outside. Oh, so oh shit, he was. So yeah. when she first wakes up, he is mm-hmm. walking back and forth. And then suddenly, he disappears in the room, right? Yeah, the jump yeah. scare is he's like in the room right in her face. Gotcha. Okay. Josh wakes up, runs upstairs. Um, he finds her like cowering in the corner, and she's like pointing at the window. Uh, Callie's in their room, so they have the crib in their room now, and Josh checks the window. It Was Callie screaming? I can't remember. I don't know. I know uh, Renee was. Okay. He does tell her that he believes her, and um, she tells him she wants to leave the house right away. So she's like, I am done with this shit. I want out of here. Well, fuck yeah, I'd be done with that. Yeah, so that guy just appeared in the room and like walked there and started screaming. Mm. We don't really see what happens beyond that because we cut to Josh. Okay, scene 10, moving day. We see the family is actually moving, and they're moving into a much smaller house. Uh, Renee talks to Josh's mother as they start to unpack. Her name is Lorraine. Yep. Mm. She looks at a picture of the family, and she tells her she can't believe she got Josh to stand still to take a picture. She tells Renee that no one knows what she's going through and that she doesn't have to apologize for anything. But this is obviously something fishy. With her, I can't believe you got him to hold still for a photo comment. Right. And then and she's remember, acting all weird as shit. Right. When you remember what she said earlier that they don't have any pictures of him as a kid. Right. So, yeah. Definitely odd. Something is amiss. Um, Renee walks through the house. She puts on a record and she starts to pick up uh, fucking Foster's. Oh, this is my, this actually might be my biggest pet peeve is when people eat in their bed. Mm. Mm. Makes me want to puke. So she picks food up out of Foster's bed. Um, she walks down the hallway and. Walks by that spooky ass clock, but when she walks down that hallway, did you guys notice something over in the corner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abby didn't notice it, but I, so I thought I was crazy. But like I was like, there's something standing over mm-hmm. in the corner. Yeah, little boy. Okay, beautiful. As Renee goes out to throw the trash away, the record scratches and tiptoe through the tulips comes on. Seth, your favorite song. It is, but I liked how the camera view in this because it's like we're somebody in the house watching her. Mm, that's she's true. Outside, like it's creepy it's shot really well yeah because yeah. she walks outside but you see her through the windows yeah okay uh she sees inside the house from the window there's like somebody dancing in the living room yeah. which fucking creep me out as well little 1900s boy she runs back in the house but the person's gone and of course the record stops seth were you mad that your favorite song stopped i was just upset i could tell <laughs> did you break your tv no all right so, so just and i we actually looked this up once and this remember this was like a popular song in the 60s yeah I don't know. Who the fuck would listen to that? It's creepy. It's super creepy. This is the first time I ever heard the song. But the dude is huge. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, uh, I think you guys showed me that. It was like a YouTube clip of the guy singing this. Mm-hmm. That was like a live performance. I was like, who would even like this song? Like, Somebody. Ugh. His voice is intense. <laughs> yeah, that part especially. <laughs> I can't even do it. Shit. So she's standing in the living room. We see a small boy run behind her and down the hallway. She sees him running and uh, he like starts to laugh like he's giggling. Yeah. She walks into Foster's room and shuts the door. Then we see that behind another door is a rocking horse that starts to rock. And she like tiptoes over to it, no pun intended, and there's nothing there. Um, then she hears the boy laughing as she walks into Dalton's room. And oh my God, he's asleep in bed. But you see underneath like a cabinet, there's like some shoes sticking out the bottom. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, she grabs a stick or something. It's a she, hockey stick. A hockey stick. Yeah. She pulls it back and there's nothing there. Then all of a sudden the cabinet doors fly open and the the 1930s boy jumps out <laughs> laughing and runs away. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I would have knocked him right out with that stick. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch! I mean, not on my watch. Get out of my house. <laughs> she would have turned into the legless guy from yeah. Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my uh, God. All right. Scene 11, intervention time. Josh comes home from work to find Renee and his mother with a priest. She tells him that whatever was at the other house followed them to the new house. Well, you're like, duh. Yeah, like <laughs> right. seriously. Get the fuck rid of it. His mother tells him that she came today because she had a dream about this house. It was late at night. She was afraid. She went into his bedroom and they were both asleep. She knew she was asleep in the dream, but she could feel that someone was awake in the house. She went into Dalton's room. There was something in the corner um, mm-hmm. staring at him. It was standing in the corner. She asked it who it was, and it said it was a visitor, and she asked what it wanted, and it pointed at Dalton. This gave me the chills. She mm-hmm. says she can still hear its voice. So this should be said that while she's explaining this, it actually shows like mm-hmm. this happening. So you see the creature. It's got these long, pointy, nasty yeah. fingernails. But like when its arm moves, it's like... Uh, oh. <laughs> ugh. So at this point, she's telling them this. They're all sitting around the kitchen table, and when she looks up, the camera shows Josh's face, and it's the picture we put on our Instagram account or the video, mm-hmm. but that red-faced demon is like standing right behind him. Yeah, this is that scene I was talking mm-hmm. about in the beginning where you're like, oh, it's the daytime, they're in the kitchen. Nothing's right. going to happen. Ah. Oh so does he <laughs> scream? Uh, What's yes. the jump? I think yeah. it's like violins or something really yeah. quick, but his mouth is open like mm. he's screaming. Uh, yeah. yeah, things pretty creepy. Suddenly they hear creaking through the house and Dalton's door thuds. Josh breaks down the door. They find Dalton's room annihilated yeah. and he's like laying on the floor. Um, Lorraine tells them that she knows someone that can help if they're willing to ask. So Seth, this, obviously you put this on the Instagram account, but I don't really remember that scene to be honest with you. And when you watch it on the Instagram account, there's no volume. Right. So I knew it was coming. So I wonder if that probably ruined it for me. Uh, probably did. Um, but would you agree? This is probably one of the better scenes in the movie. Yeah. I agree. I think with the daytime jumps, because you're not really expecting it, right? Right. It kind of went away from the <clears throat> the norm of like, you know, dark, scary. Hmm. And did you notice when they went into Dalton's room, there's the bloody handprint on the sheet again? Oh, I missed that When part. they're on the floor with Dalton. No, I didn't yeah, see that. You can see it behind her. Mm. Okay, scene 12. This helps weed out the nut jobs. The scene opens to Renee and Josh talking to Tucker and Specs. They are assistants of Elise. So Elise, is she a medium or what would you call? Medium. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is who the mom, Lorraine, suggested. So we see uh, Specs and Tucker putting together a machine to help determine if there are loose wires that are leaking into the atmosphere mm-hmm. that may be causing hallucinations. 
There are comic relief in the film. For sure. They're yeah, awesome. They're yeah. one of my favorite parts of this, the banter back and mm-hmm. forth. But is that a thing? Do you guys know? Do, can wa- loose wires release some sort of energy that causes hallucinations? I've never heard I of that. I have not heard of that. Okay. Uh, Loosen some of these wires maybe. up. Let's see. No. But <laughs> they, they do start to bicker back and forth. But I think that this part of this performance by these two is to kind of set doubt in Josh's mind because these guys are really fucking goofy. They're saying shit that doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, well, and the equipment, like the one they use now, it's like a, a modified viewfinder. Yes. And he even says, I think at one point that he made all of the equipment himself. So I, I think, yeah. yes, they're the comic relief, but they're also supposed to be, you know, normal everyday people's connection to how Josh is feeling like this is a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. Right. And it kind of relieves some of the tension. Yeah. From the scene before. It's kind of sure. like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Tucker walks through the house using his machines as he leaves Foster's room and nears the grandfather clock. The wand gets extremely staticky. He uses his color changing machine. And as he clicks through the colors, there are two women that appear like girls that appear in front of him next to the grandfather clock and they're laughing. Jump scare. Um, it reminded me of the little girls from The Shining. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Up is what it reminded yeah. me of. Yeah, it is what it looked like. Um, so he walks out and he says, okay, it's time to call Elise. Like now. Scene 13. Hello, Elise. The scene opens with Elise knocking on the door. Tucker runs. Um, <laughs> she... He runs him through basically what happened. Um, Tucker and Specs have a funny back and forth about testing the other house. So I'm laughing because I, again, my part of my favorite part of this movie was those two, they're back and forth. And basically they're like bickering over who's more important. And they're like, they're like little dogs and like, they're trying to get Elise's affection. So Mm -hmm. I, I thought it was funny. Um, she tells him not to bicker, and she doesn't believe it's bad wiring in the house. As Elise walks through the house, she tells him to leave the lights off. She walks into Dalton's room and touches his face as she's talking to him. Um, we hear, like, creaking and cracking, mm-hmm. but it's coming from the ceiling. Yep. She grabs Specs, and she starts to say that face, blood red face, black mm-hmm. arms, black legs, black body. She's explaining basically the features of the demon to him, and he's like scribbling, trying to draw it really quick. She's like kind of in a trance, sort of. Mm-hmm. And she's like staring at the ceiling yeah. the entire time, but this, keep in mind the lights are off, so the ceiling is black because they have really tall ceilings. And the house. ceiling fan's going. Yes. She says he has hooves for feet, spiders for fingers. Renee runs yeah. up. Renee runs up, grabs the picture, and we see it's the demon that we saw earlier when Lorraine was telling Mm -hmm. them her dream. She turns on the lights, and there's nothing on the ceiling. Elise tells them that she doesn't believe their son is in a coma. His physical body is here, but his spiritual body is not. The disturbances followed them because it's not the house that's haunted. It's their son that is haunted. Hmm. Sound familiar? Mm Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of astral projection? I'd never heard of this. Have you guys? I had. Not prior to this movie, no. So you have heard of this? I've heard of it, yeah. It creeps me out, dude. Mm-hmm. Did you do it? Or can you do it? No. Hmm. I mean, maybe. I've never tried. You should try to do it. Mm. Mm. I feel like that's opening yourself up to yeah. good things. So yeah. apparently there are people with the ability to leave their physical body in astro form. Dalton is a very accomplished astro projector. He's been doing it in his sleep. Uh, since he's been very young and he's unafraid because he thinks they're just dreams. It's the lack of fear that led him too far this time. He's become lost. And at some point during this scene, it cuts to Josh and you can like tell, like he knows what this is. Mm-hmm. 
I guess I didn't catch that. So yeah. it cuts to him, and he like like as she's explaining it, uh, and it okay. looks he like it looks like he knows what she's talking about. Okay, well it makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so she says that he's lost in a place. Elise calls the further. It's a world far beyond ours, but all around us at the same time. A place with no time. It's a dark realm filled with souls of the dead, not meant for the living. That's where Dalton is. The problem is he's left us, left us an empty vessel, and there are entities that can smell it. That's why they've gathered around. Just like the creeper. Renee asks mm. if these are things that she's seen. Elise tells him that they're trying to get in his body because they crave life and wants to feel life again. So these are likely, in my opinion, and you know, you find out later, but those are all the, the shit she's been seeing around the house. The yeah. boy, yeah. the guy with the long black hair. Uh, Tucker saw the two girls. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are things, insidious entities who have alternative motives. And then there are this. She shows in the demon. The demon in the drawing. Mm-hmm. He wants to bring pain to others. Wants to possess him for evil reasons. Good old Renee. Good old Renee. She says, is there anything we can do? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you're fucked, dude. The longer Dalton is away, the weaker the link gets. Uh, so Josh, like any normal person he interrupts and he's like okay this shit's gone way too far it's this is bitchy. ridiculous mm-hmm. do you think it's because he really thinks it's gone too far and it's ridiculous or do you think he's starting to like remember i think he's sort of remembers mm-hmm. and that he's scared yeah. that it's gonna go like go too far because mm. he keeps having flashbacks of that old woman and the all that mm. crap so well he makes a comment when he kicks him out that he feels like she just needs something to believe in that she'll believe anything at this point mm-hmm which I don't buy. I kind of feel like at this point he kind of, I don't know if he's buying into it, but he definitely knows that a portion of it at least is true, right? Too much has happened for it to not be. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, which we see in the next scene. So scene 14, Josh and Dalton. We see Josh talking to Dalton laying in bed. He asks him to show him that he can hear him when suddenly a picture falls off of the wall and onto the desk. The picture is of a dark room with red, a red faced demon in it. Josh sees other pictures on the wall. There's another, again, another red faced demon with black eyes, There's a red door a picture of himself sleeping that leads, uh, that reads last night. I watched myself sleeping and then I flew away. Josh starts to cry and touches the pictures. Renee walks in and Josh tells her, okay, as they hug. So obviously he has finally bought into what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate that they found those drawings like after the fact. Yeah, like, like, how would noticed? you never really see? They were like hanging on his yeah. wall. So she had a. Wouldn't they? Up? Yeah, they had to like move them. Right. That's the note I have is that this happened in a completely different house. Mm. Right. Like they had to have brought those with them and hung them. So who did the nurse hang them up and they just never noticed these creepy ass drawings? Right. Yeah. Mm. Oh, this is a cute little drawing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and if that was the case why would you keep it i know like my kids draw some creepy shit like we'd stick them in a folder and put them in a drawer somewhere like yeah. that's they wouldn't hang them up and how do they never <laughs> notice this before <sighs> not to mention elise tucker and specs were all in that room when he was drawing the d de- like do you think somebody was like oh hey that looks just like all those pictures over there yeah Especially if I would have saw one that said, like, tonight I watched myself sleeping and then I flew away, I'd be like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, That's some it shit right there. It is. Watch myself float Creepy. away. <laughs> we all float down here. 
you'll float too. Scene 15, Elise to the rescue. Elise tells them she'll walk them through the whole thing. They will see some questionable things and they'll hear things at a very low volume, but Specs will repeat everything for them. We see the group, they're sitting around a table. Uh, of course, it's dark, right? Tucker puts a gas mask on Elise and hooks an oxygen tank up to it as they dim the lights even further. We hear Elise whispering things as Specs repeats them. What the fuck is this mask? Oh, with like the tube that goes to Specs' ear? I don't know. It's weird. So it wasn't an oxygen tank they hooked that thing up to. That went to his headphones. Yeah, it was like in one of his ears. That makes a little more sense. Yeah. But I was like, seriously, what is it? And you see Josh, he's like, what the fuck? I'm assuming however she's talking must be very low. So I must amplify it so he can hear it. That's my assumption. Mm, okay. I mean, I'm not buying it, but I, I hear what you're saying. <laughs> she's calling out to Dalton, asking if he can hear them. Answer us, please, if you can hear us. Suddenly, one of the lights flashes that were set up in the other room. So Tucker set up lights in the other room that detected, uh, just like in The Conjuring, it detects um, a sudden mm -hmm. temperature drop, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. Uh, Elise asks who's there. She continues to call out for Dalton and asks where he is. We hear, I can't see in here. Specs tells Dalton that he doesn't need to see and to follow his voice. So reading this now, and I didn't catch this last night, but I'm kind of piecing it together now. I think that Elise is talking to Specs, but Elise is repeating what the ghosts are telling her, and Specs is communicating mm -hmm. to the ghosts. Yes. So Elise is, ba again, she's a medium, so she's basically communicating to specs what mm -hmm. the ghosts are saying i'm mm -hmm. assuming but i don't understand the whole mask thing like i just i don't i don't get that part either plus the fact that it had a big old dick nose like on the mask i was like I can't. of course you like the dick nose <laughs> uh, sorry specs says the man with the fire on his face i don't know why i said that because we'll hurt him oh it'll hurt him yeah. yes you're correct so as all this is going on, we see Dalton in the other room and like the one that's asleep in our in mm -hmm. our world is like shaking. His hands are shaking and stuff. Um, Dalton tells him there's no way out. Be quiet. He'll hear you. Dalton says they uh, they heard you. Oh my God, mommy, daddy, help, 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 help me. And then Specs calls out for Dalton. Um, this next part gets real intense. Yeah. So Specs, I think during this time he's also writing everything in a book, right? Yeah. So he starts to write, "You bitch, you're a filthy whore. I know who you are. I will rip your innards out." And mm -hmm. then it starts like skipping through. Yeah. But whoa. Scary shit. So Specs is writing this. We see Elise is like shaking and having seizures. Suddenly she like screams and her head lowers and like he rips the mask or he rips his headphones off mm -hmm. and she's still sitting there with the mask on basically like passed out. Doesn't he like move her? Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is nobody concerned for this old lady? <laughs> well, then all the flashes are going off all over the place. and I think it's just sensory overload and everyone's like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Yeah, yeah, I think everybody's just like fucking totally confused. But finally, Josh notices that Dalton isn't in his bed. And as he looks over, Dalton's actually standing right next to him. He slams his hand on the table and they all go flying away from the table. The room begins to get like blurry. That's it, like windy. Like Yeah. yeah. And a door opens, and then we see the two girls from earlier uh, walk through with a young kid, which is, mm -hmm. again, the kid from earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, the tall man from Renee's room, the, the black-haired black man that was walking around in the room and yelled at her. He starts, like, he pins Renee against the wall and, like, licks her face. Yes, <laughs> ew. I almost puked all in my popcorn bucket. <laughs> Uh, Elise walks up to Dalton. She grabs him by the hair and she's like screaming, leave this vessel. She's like screaming at mm -hmm. him. And then finally everything stops. And in the next scene, we see Tucker looking through pictures from the session. 
There's no video that caught anything. All the cameras went out, but there is a picture of Dalton, and in the picture, you see the demon is behind mm-hmm. him, and I think it's the picture just before he had smacked Specs in the face, because Dalton smacks like bitch smacks Specs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's that because this is supposed to show that it wasn't him; it was the demon that was yeah, controlling. Yeah, because it him. looks like the demon's like moving him. Creepy shits up. We should somehow edit like when he slams his hand down on the table. We should put that sausage in his hand and like <laughs> slam it on the table. <laughs> Dude, we fucking should. That'd be a good post. I think we should do that. I'm not that smart that you have to figure it out. Okay, I'll try. I was talking to Jess, but that's fine. All right, this is a long one, kids. Get ready. Buckle your seatbelts. Scene 16. Hello, Lorraine. Lorraine shows up at Josh and Renee's. Again, that's Josh's mom. She explains that uh, she knows Elise because she once had to call her. When Josh was eight, he suffered night terrors. Fucking night terrors, man. Creeps me out. I hope my kids never freaking develop night terrors. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'd do. Uh, He, too, was a traveler and passed the trait on to Dalton. He was terrified of an older woman who used to come visit him at night. Lorraine thought that the stories, uh, they were just stories until she saw her for herself one day. Lorraine hands Josh an old box, which contains photos. Renee pulls the photos out and starts to look through them. Oh, my God. They're all pictures of Josh when he was younger, and in all the pictures, you can see the old woman. Like, how would this not freak you the fuck out? (laughs) I don't know, but in each shot, she continues to get closer Mm. and closer, right? Yeah, it's fucking creepy. Now you know why they don't have any pictures of him as a Mm. kid. Renee asks if he remembers any of it, and Elise tells him that she's basically she suppressed his memories, mm-hmm. and that did away with his ability to project, I guess. Yeah. Um, so Lorraine hid the photos and stopped taking his picture. Josh asks who the woman is. Uh, apparently, she befriended him and drew him out into the further, just as Dalton has done. Uh, Elise tells them that his son is out there, that he is the only one that can bring him back, but he doesn't have much time to bring him back at this point. Josh sits down and Elise tells him to keep one foot in this world and uh, one in the other, and then that they will basically, he, he'll be able to go get him and bring mm-hmm, him back, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. She turns on a metronome and tells him to close his eyes and relax as she starts to hypnotize him. As she does this, she open, uh, he opens his eyes and stands up, telling her it's useless. As he walks around them, he sees that he's still in the chair. So now he's in this other world. It's called the Further. This was pretty creepy. And he can like, see everybody in the yeah, room. I thought it was kind of a cool scene. Uh, it reminded me a lot of that scene um, in Get Out. Yeah. yeah. Where he falls through the, the floor, mm-hmm. but he can see what's going on. But then like Elise turns her head a little bit. Yeah, so she, I, yeah, I agree. Because like, she's talking creep. to him mm-hmm. who's hypnotized in the chair, but she turns her head because he's standing behind her mm-hmm. in the other world, so she knows where he's at. Uh, but also when he's in this world, the pictures, the picture changes, right? Because I think the whole film has kind of a... It's not like you said, it's not black and white, but it's also not like a... It's like a lot of the colors missing. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then yeah. in the, when he's in this world, there's a lot of heavy blues and greens, I think, Yeah. in mm-hmm. the film. Yeah. Okay, Um. So again, it's basically the mm-hmm. same world that we're in, but a lot darker, a lot foggier. Yeah. You can't see much of anything. It's like there's no light, mm-hmm. I guess. Into the further you go. That's so creepy, dude. But he gets a lantern. I have a note about yeah. that shit. So we see Josh leave the house and walk through a dark, foggy world. He's holding a lantern, but can't see anything in front of him. Where the fuck did the lantern come from? That's uh, I need to know. 
Why didn't he have the lantern out when he was looking out his front door? Maybe if you go outside, you just get a lantern. I don't know. Cause it Maybe at least threw it through the portal. Oh, it <laughs> magically. Like, oh, shit, Josh, you forgot something. <laughs> it, magically, <laughs> it magically appears later, so I don't know. Heads up. Uh, so as he walks, he sees Dalton in front of him, but he runs away. As he approaches the boy, we see it wasn't actually Dalton. It was another boy, and the kid just like points. Um, you guys can't see me pointing, but I'm pointing. And you see that he was pointing at their house that they previously lived in. Josh walks up to it, opens the door. It, cl- it creaks slowly as it mm. opens. Inside a woman is uh, inside. There is a woman in all white. It's like a bride's a bride's it's gown, like a wedding dress. Yeah, and she uh, walks up the stairs. Josh follows her upstairs, and we can like, hear her crying, but we don't see her. Ugh. Yeah, this is weird. The whole again, the whole time I'm like waiting for her to jump out, and she never does. Inside of one of the bedrooms, the woman is crying behind a door. As Josh opens it, the uh, opens the door. There's kids that run out, and I think mm-hmm. they're like laughing behind him. Yep. He walks after the kids, but he can't find them. Suddenly, he hears whistling as he walks back down the stairs to find people sitting at the couch reading a paper. So there's a, a this is a family, I'm assuming. The dad is sitting on the couch reading the paper. The daughter's sitting next to him. It's one of the two girls from earlier, and then the mom is standing up ironing clothes okay so why uh, this has always bothered me why does she look like a drag queen <laughs> that's the note i have is this woman looks like a man yeah it looks yeah. like a man and maybe it's supposed to be but yeah i'm not sure but it so we're in agreement that definitely looked like a guy oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay sure. yeah um so as he puts the lantern up to their face none of them move like i think the person who's doing the ironing is has a normal face but the one daughter's like laughing right they all the look like couch. scary. They yeah. all have creepy like, ass yeah. faces. All right. Because the woman ironing blinks. That's right. Yeah. That's like the jump scare, like, right? Eh. She, yeah. yeah. Okay. So Josh walks into another room of the house and asks uh, a woman where his son is. Suddenly she's gone and we hear gunshots from the other room. We hear a gun cock. I thought we heard a shot. It goes. Oh, then, I thought it. Uh-uh. Oh. Because then when we go back in there, then she's holding the gun at them. Gotcha. Yeah. As Josh walks back into the room, we see that the girl has shot the mother, Mm -hmm. father, and sister from earlier. Uh, Again, these are the two sisters from earlier that Tucker had saw on the uh, camera he had. And the whistling was fucking creepy. Yeah. It was weird. The guy on the couch. Because if we go back a second, like when she goes, when he goes up to the woman ironing, like the whistling stops. And then the chick wink, Mm. blinks, and then the whistling starts again. And it's just like, ugh. Yeah. I wonder why... Do you think these people, like, if they didn't move, they thought he'd leave them alone? Or, like, what's the point of this? I don't know. Okay. Josh stumbles into the attic where he finds at the end of the attic is a bright red door. This is the door from the picture earlier that uh, Dalton had drawn. It's the same door. Uh, I, I Dalton drew it, but doesn't he also see it in one of his dreams? Because that red hallway... I don't think we see the door, though. Okay. Yeah. So he approaches the door. The, again, the dark-haired freaking guy from earlier. Uh, Jump scare. Comes out. This is a.k.a. the licker. He's the one that licked Renee's face. He attacks him, slamming against the wall. Uh, when this is happening, we can see in the normal world that Josh is, like, seizing, and Elise is, like, trying to talk mm-hmm. him through it. She tells him that he's stronger. He's the one that is alive. And this, I'm sorry, this was so fucking corny. He like stands up and screams, "Get away from me!" and pushes the guy, and he just like flies off the screen into <laughs> nowhere. I'm like, "Get away from me!" Like that's what it took the whole time. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is what this is what I waited for. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I remember from? that from King of the Hill? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. 
great one, Seth. Ah, I lost my spot, sorry. As Josh enters the room, we see a hallway that is illuminated with red candles. This is the same one we saw from earlier. I think Josh had this dream, didn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah, the hallway, yeah. Okay, at the end of the hallway, we see the rocking horse from earlier that Dalton had drawn on his wall. As Josh turns the corner, he sees Dalton sitting on the floor, and this looks like fucking Freddy Krueger's lair, does it not? It does. Um, Dalton tells him that he's chained by the foot, which you can see, and um, he like tries to get him unchained, but like Dalton just looks around scared when suddenly that stupid fucking song comes on. <laughs> Seth's jam uh, we see Josh turn around and look up through what looks like a glass window and we see the demon who's like up there so it cuts uh, into the room he's like sharpening his nails you yeah see it's his, like on like, a grinder I said this oh, demon dude. loves him some tiny Tim yeah. <laughs> you need to fix it's that jam. so we cut back to Josh and Dalton Dalton says oh my god he's looking as Josh looks up we see the demon is like looking through the window <laughs> at him that was so creepy uh, so he <laughs> he looked Josh like looks up and suddenly he's gone and then we see, what was that? <laughs> it was like a uh, pre burp gurgle. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Probably tastes like this winking owl. It's a good wine. We see like so Josh looks up, he's gone, and then we see he's like standing right next to Josh and jump he scare. Knocks, him, knocks him down. Yes, another jump scare for all you jump scare folks. Somehow Dalton gets free. He's been stuck this way for three months, but finally he gets free. I don't know if did did because Josh keeps telling him it's not real. And then, the, like, the stuff starts coming off. The chains, uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Dalton gets free, and he runs away as Josh also gets away. out of the demon, like, pushes him down. Then we see, like, as they're running, the demon's eyes glow, and he starts mm-hmm. to hiss. Josh carries Dalton out of the attic, down the stairs, and out of the house into the further, which is, again, a completely dark universe. Um, so this demon is not that strong. No. Mm-mm. I gather. Because he's dead. Yes, which I mean, at least said earlier, right? That you're mm-hmm. the one that's alive, but like he didn't really fight them. He like pushed him down, mm-hmm. and I, it was almost to me, and maybe I'm jumping ahead because at this point is what I thought though. Is like it's almost like he wanted them to get away. I don't know mm-hmm. if I got that from it. Okay, um, so they get out into the further, and Jess again, he ends up with a lantern. <laughs> We haven't seen this lantern since earlier. All of a sudden, he's got the lantern again. Uh, we see Josh and Dalton in the further trying to find their way back. Back in the regular world, uh, Renee yells to Josh to follow her voice. Follow my voice. Come back to me. In the further, Dalton hears Renee, and we see that they are surrounded by people like grabbing mm-hmm. at them. Yep. All these dead spirits. That's fucking creepy. It was yeah. real, real gross. Um, suddenly, back in the real world, uh, the house is like shaking. It's creaking. Um, and then it just like suddenly stops. And all the lights, bulbs like explode. And, yes. Yeah. The group hears a thump upstairs and Tucker and Specs turn on their flashlights. I thought this was fucking hilarious because Specs turns <laughs> his flashlight on and then Tucker turns his on and it's like a big old spotlight. That's like, like a huge... <laughs> Because the whole time they're having this like pissing match, and it's, I just thought it was a good comic relief. There, well, and but... he's like a foot taller than Specs too. Oh, that's true. So they're too. just like a funny mm-hmm. pair. Mm-hmm. Uh, as they look through the house uh, with only their flashlights, Specs finds a drawer that has been left open in the kitchen. This was creepy. Mm-hmm. But as he goes to shut it, like something, a hand comes through the door and the drawer and grabs yep. him. Jump scare. Uh, 
Elise tells Lorraine and Specs to go check on Dalton as they do. We see that he is still in bed, so he hasn't moved. It's obviously not his arm. Suddenly, Tucker starts screaming as we hear <laughs> as we hear creaks all through the house. Elise says that they mm. are crossing over into our world now. We Shit. see ghosts coming through the closet. Again, it is the fam- the two girls, mm. the, the boy, and uh, the tall guy with the black hair from earlier. Elise tells him to shine his light on Josh. Renee starts screaming for Josh to come back. We see that in the further, Josh and Dalton are making their way back through the house. Dalton runs off into the house as Josh stops in the kitchen. Specs and Tucker made this part so funny that it wasn't scary to me because they were like screaming and like running yeah. around. <laughs> it's a super chaotic scene for sure. Yeah. There's again, not to get too far down a rabbit hole, but there's a, in my opinion, there's just too much going on. There's a lot there going is. on here. Cause I kind of, certain parts that Abby watched with me at certain parts, it was like, what, where, what is going on? Like then you realize, okay, they're, they have all these people surrounding them. Then all of a sudden they're back in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. Anyway, as Dalton tries to make his way back to his body, the demon pops up and grabs him. This was scary. Jump scare. Dalton runs down the hallway as the demon crawls along the wall after him. That was creepy. Yeah. Okay, so take note of that. That's the last time we see the demon, right? Mm -hmm. We see that Josh is talking to the old lady in the mirror, telling her to get away from him and leave him alone. As as, as he does this, Renee screams for him to come back. So that's why he stopped in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. and Dalton ran off to find his body. Uh, he's like looking at that. So you see, I thought it was pretty well shot though, because you see uh, Josh on one side of the mirror and then you can actually see the lady on the mm-hmm. other side mm-hmm. of it. So the camera's like looking at both of them. I mean, it was really well done, but it was creepy as shit. And you can tell he's fucking scared because he's like, get away from me. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, but then suddenly the woman fades away into the mirror and we see Josh come to back to life in the real world. In Dalton's room, we see that he is waking up as Specs shines the light on him and Lorraine hugs him. Josh and Renee walk in and hug Dalton as Specs, Tucker, and Elise all smile. So I have a note at this point. Was that, is it just me or was that like way too fucking easy to get back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess kind of. Okay. Which makes sense here in a minute. So yeah. scene 17, a picture is worth a thousand words. We see Specs and Tucker arguing out at their truck. Tucker tells him he's not, uh, he's got some great shots. Specs tells him that a picture is worth a thousand words. Specs tells him, well, actually a thousand words are worth a thousand words. Of course, they're still arguing. Inside, we see Renee talking to Lorraine and Dalton about never letting him sleep again. In the other room, Elise and Josh discuss how Elise showed him another world. Josh says he hopes to never see it again and hands Elise the pictures from earlier. Elise notices that something is wrong with Mm. Josh because his fingernails are like black. I don't know if you guys noticed that at first, Mm. but, um, and his fingers are also like very pointed. So she grabs her camera from under the chair and snaps a picture of Josh. When she does this, he gets immediately pissed off. Why would you do that to me? Yeah. You know how I feel about pictures. Um, he pushes her down in the chair and chokes her like violently chokes Mm -hmm. her. He's like slamming her, like grabbing her neck and slamming her head back against the chair and like, yeah, so as Josh is choking Elise, Renee hears them struggling and runs into the room. Scene 18, the final scene. She finds Elise looking like a victim of Samara from the ring. Her eyes are wide open, her mm-hmm. mouth is wide open, and she isn't breathing. Renee bends down and picks up the pictures to find that the woman in black has taken over Josh's body, and it is, in fact, no longer him. Yeah, she looks at the camera. As she gasps, mm. something touches her shoulder, and we hear Josh say, "Renee, I'm here." As the insidious show, as the insidious theme starts, and insidious shows over the screen. The end. No violence again. <laughs> I mean, you skipped a part, but whatever. Go ahead. What was the part? 
So when she, because she hears the noise and goes into the living room, she sees Elise dead, and then she starts running through the house with the flashlight. Yeah. Or she's like going through the, and all you see Looking is a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Then she returns to the living room, and then she sees the camera the, and the picture, and then Josh comes up behind it's her. It's the Polaroid that Elise took, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a digital camera. Oh, I thought it was a Polaroid. Yeah. Wouldn't be cool if it was a Polaroid. And then violins. The violins cue. Yeah. So obviously the old lady, the lady in black, she came through uh, as Josh. It's not Josh. So Josh is still in the further, because that's what Elise was saying the whole time, right, is that uh, these people attach themselves to Dalton or Josh, and then they want to come through and basically get get a body to mm-hmm. be in our, our world or the regular world. So I have a question. You know, we do questions after this, but I want to do it now. Do you think that Dalton made it back or is the demon in Dalton's body? I think Dalton made it back. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because clearly that... The, go ahead. As I said, Josh is the only one that shit the bed. <laughs> But clearly that old woman's been after Josh for a long time. Uh-huh. She was like foaming at the mouth. Yeah. So do you think she set all this up for Dalton to come into the further just so she could get Josh? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Find out a lot more about that in the second one. Yeah. Oh, really? Which may be better than the first. I don't know. We if, might have to do that one. If I remember correctly, I liked the second one a lot more than I liked the first one. Maybe it's, somebody will pick it. It's how they tie everything together. Mm-hmm. Like, gotcha. there's a lot of things that you see in the first one that you're like, oh, that's why the door was open. Is it or him whatever. walking through the house? Yep. Because I thought that when it happened, and I was like, why didn't they tie? That would have been a great thing to tie together. Okay, so yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Intriguing. Yeah. You guys ready to rate this or what? Let's do it. Seth, Seth, he's the man. If he can't do it, everybody can. Suck a dick. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right. So for all of you newbies out there that maybe have never listened to the podcast, first and foremost, an hour and 20 minutes into this, welcome. Welcome. Welcome, friends. Two welcomes was enough, okay? Shut <laughs> your <laughs> whore mouth. And we don't know what kind of people listen to this trash podcast, so maybe they're not our friends. I okay, love, that's I love true. That it still says killer concom. I'm not changing it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we rate every movie on a five scale. We call them stabbies. Some movies get five, some get zero, the platform. Uh, but nonetheless, we're going to give it our pick. So, leading the way is now Texas Chainsaw from 2003 with a 4.7. It's tied for first place with The Ring, The Conjuring, and Rob Zombie's Halloween. All have 4.7 average stabbies ratings from the horror movie crew. Followed by Scream with a 4.63. Bringing up the rear set is Killer Concom. And I know you did last summer. 1.5s and 2.8 respectively. Seth. Yes. What do you give this movie? 4.6. 4.6. Same as The Conj. Really? You think it's as good as The Conjuring? For me. Plus, just like I said, it was one of those, at the time, it really was one of the scariest movies I thought. Interesting. I'll be honest. I really thought you were going to give away your first five today. No, no. I was fully anticipating this being a five from you. I'm not sure if I'll ever give a five. We'll see. Hmm. You didn't give one? No, I've never done a five. He gave a 4.8, I think is his highest, right? No. Or. Yeah, 4.8. Yeah. Okay. Jess, 
What do you think about Insidious? Where are you going to put this bad boy on the Stabby's rating scale? 4.7. Whoa. You went higher than Seth. That surprises me. I like it. I do too. All right. Well, I'm sorry. I got to be the guy. Uh, I don't like this movie. I don't hate it. It's not my least favorite. I didn't. I don't hate it as much as I hated Beetlejuice. No offense, Jess, of course. I, re- I shouldn't say I hated it. I didn't hate it. It's a good movie. I just, it's not for me. I don't know. I think there were a lot of plot holes. I'm not a big Patrick Wilson fan. I love Rose Byrne, but even she couldn't save this movie for me. Um, I'll talk about it in a little bit. I really think it's two different movies. You've got the haunting aspect of it at the beginning, which I did really like. But then when they get into the further, I'm like, this is kind of corny. It's a little silly. Didn't really like it. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Way too low. I don't think so. I'm going to give it a three because I have been kicking this around all day. I like it less than I like Rear Window. I thought Rear Window was a better movie. I think The Skeleton Key is a better movie. And those were 3.1s and 3.15s. Um, sorry, I got to give it a three. Seth's mad at me. I'm not. Not as mad as Jess is about Beetlejuice. He's mad at me. He's mad about Beetlejuice. <laughs> Let's talk about some ratings, Seth. You ready? Let me get my paper here. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics, they gave us 66% on 167 votes. The Rotten Tomatoes audience, 131,000 votes, gave it a 62%. They were pretty close. I don't know. Usually they're not that close. IMDb gave it a 6.8, which is 68%. What do you guys think we gave it? Around a 4. Average Stabby's rating of a 4.1 out of five it's an 82 percent we liked it more collectively than uh imdb rotten tomatoes audience and rotten tomatoes critics so you should be happy about that Seth. yeah you don't seem happy yay that's much better that's much better i gave it out of at the three out of five is going to be 60 i was actually lower than the critics and the others but fuck Mm. who cares the budget for the movie 1.5 million dollars this movie made a lot of money Damn. $99.5 million at the box office. Wow. Wild. Let's get into jump into getting lit and talking shit. Thoughts after watching? So at the end, when Josh is talking to Renee about the... Uh, when she, he, somebody walks up and touches on the shoulder and, and he says, here I am, right? Mm-hmm. Is that actually him in the further, or is that the demon lady behind him? And I, maybe it says it in the second one. I can't remember, but... I took it as the demon lady. Yeah. See, I thought it was saying... I guess I took it the opposite approach. I thought it was him telling her, hey, I'm here, but I'm not in my body. Her face said it all. Yeah. Her face was like... Because remember, oh. she had just seen the picture. That's true. So, Yeah. Um, so the entire scene of Josh and Dalton getting back is pretty choppy. It's vague. It's a little too easy, like I kind of said. But is it? I mean, if Dalton does this all the time, it must not have been that hard normally to go back and forth. Um, well, not. I meant getting away from everybody. So, like, the demon supposedly had him chained up for this long. They, he just gets away. This, like, thing is supposed to be this all, and at least even talks about how he's like the big bad guy he's like yeah. the thing that everybody's supposed to be afraid of and i just felt like it was kind of a letdown for me oh 
that portion of it because it was just so easy to get back. But now, I mean, I granted, I understand why they did it because they want to make a second movie, right? So mm-hmm. they kind of left it open to interpretation that we they tell us, hey, Josh didn't make it back. This lady took over his body. But Dalton, at this point, I don't know. You guys said that he did make it back, but I don't know. Like, I guess you would leave the theater thinking, well, shit, maybe the demon took his body. So I kind of see why, and that's kind of why I asked, do you think the demon let them go? Because he wanted them to get back to their body so he could take it over. I don't know. But if that were the case, why didn't he just do it the whole time, I guess? I don't know. We'll have to watch the second one and find out. We will have to watch the second one to find out. Get more deets. Is Elise dead? I can't remember. I can't remember either, but just watching the first one, I would say yes. She looked pretty fucking dead to me. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What's up? Like, if this was the only one that was out, I would be like, yeah, she's dead. I was trying to think what they. Oh, they go back. It's a prequel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Which one? The The second one's a prequel? No. No, it's like the third one. Third, yeah. Okay. Or it's like back before this happened. She's supposed to be younger in yeah. that, right? And it explains yeah. her story. Yes, yeah. I do remember that. But I believe I do remember the second one, and I think I liked it a lot more. How I remember. So now I, I want to watch it. Now. The way they tell the story and how they show certain shots where you were like, kind of like, what's happening here in the first one? Yeah. It totally explains the whole situation. You're like, oh, that's so cool. Does it explain mm-hmm. the origin of the old lady? I'm pretty sure, yes. And does. Rose Byrne is more in that movie more, isn't she? I think so. In Les Patrick Wilson? Yeah, because he's like Dead. not there. Right. Gotcha. He's, he's in the other. It's the old lady. He's in the further. Mm-hmm. That might be why I like it more. Because it has the weird scene with the tricycle, doesn't it? Isn't it a tricycle or a toy? It's, a, it's some sort of toy. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. We're just gonna have to. All right, it. all right. I'm probably fucking solid. <laughs> um, so again, this movie was kind of like two movies split in half for me. The first part of it, which I actually really did enjoy, and I even fucked the cameras. Everything was shot different, but the first part of the movie I did really enjoy was like the haunting aspect of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I like the scene where she walks out and takes the trash out, and the record skips, mm-hmm. and then it starts playing Tiny Tim. Like I really did enjoy that, and where she's walking around the house, and it's like creepy, and it's. I think what really lost me was the further, mm. when they actually went into the further. I guess it didn't bother me. I like that because it's like, where did Dalton go? Yeah, I guess. I didn't think the demon was as creepy when they went into the further. Probably because we've already seen it, maybe. It must be. I, I mean, it was... Go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, when he had that like magnifying glass mm. up to his eye, I was he kind of looked like silly. Yeah. When he's in that room sharpening mm-hmm. his nails and yeah. listening to Tiny yeah. Tim and that was Tiny Tim he was listening to, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it lost me. But I started it started out really good and again I remember going into this that I didn't really care for it the, when I'd watched it previously, but I couldn't remember why. And up until that point where they were at least even when Elise and uh, Specs and Tucker come into it, I'm like, Okay, it's like this is funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but then it made me think, and I have this—you guys have already seen this note probably, on there probably—but I feel like that is where The Conjuring got it right because if you think about it, and you compare the two movies; they're almost identical movies. Which one's older? Is this out before? This came out before The okay. Conjuring. 
So I'm wondering if they took all the good shit from this and made the conjuring. Because think about it, they show up and you got the goofy kid that knows how to use mm. all this in the Brad, the cop, and the conjuring. Yeah. They like they're the comic relief. That's true. But then for me, the people in this were creepier than the demons. So like the two girls, the boy, the um, older guy with the, the black the, hair. The dude with the black hair, I think, was the creepiest. Yeah. Was he missing like part of his mouth? There's something wrong with his face. That's what made me yeah. like think of Ragul. Ragul. Oh, Ragu. I'm just gonna call him Ragul now. Ragu pizza sauce. Um, <laughs> Cause his mouth. It looked like his mouth was like sewn shut or something. Yeah, there was something weird with his face. So for me, that's why. Cause I kept comparing it. Maybe you know, if I had, going back 2010, the Conjuring didn't exist at that point. But I was like, God, the Conjuring. The whole time I was, the Conjuring is so much better than this. So I think that may also too, that well it's just again the first part of this movie I thought was great where they have the haunting aspect of it etc but it was just that for me I don't know it's just me personal opinion it was just when they go into the further it was just like it lost me whereas The Conjuring it's still you're in the same universe and the ghosts just start they can see him and stuff so I don't know I think it's maybe slightly creepier because it's based on a true story Conjuring that could be maybe that scares maybe it seems more realistic than this happening yeah um like i like patrick wilson's character in that much yeah see i don't like him in that either i just don't like him i don't know why (laughs) it's something with his face (laughs) oh my god okay but for me that's a vera farmiga movie right the conjuring Mm. and she steals the show along with i forget the woman's name but the girl that plays the the woman Mm. that plays the mom she's really excellent in that movie um what do you guys think about Lorraine masking Josh's ability from him? I agree with her doing it. I would do it. If if it meant like him forgetting would give him a normal life, then sure. Especially after seeing those freaking pictures. Ugh. Like when you'd be like, okay. <laughs> no, definitely, but I <sighs> He needs to stop doing this. Cause I think she thought it was gonna come and get him. That's what I would be worried about. But then I would be worried about him just like remembering later or. Right. Which clearly he was in the beginning of the movie. Right. I don't even understand how you could just shut that off. Like if you're having those dreams and you're doing that constantly. I mean, how, supposedly how could you there's just forget ways. Suddenly? Yeah. Hypnotism. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Hmm. I think she was protecting him basically. So I agree with it. She creeps me out. Did you ever watch Black Swan? Yes. She's the mom uh, in that. Who, Lorraine? Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I don't think I've seen her in anything else. That's a good one. I haven't seen that oh, in a yeah. while. That's it's a good movie. Creepy. Yeah, it's weird. Blacks? It's a drama, right? Yeah. Natalie Portman. Mila Kunis is in it as well. Well, I guess I'll have to check it out. It's a big That's old actually, lesbian scene in it. Yeah. <laughs> But it's actually kind of <laughs> scary, though. It's it is. It's, it's very creepy. It's it like psychological. Yeah, thriller, psychological I guess, thriller. Is what it would be. That is Black Swan. Yeah. So probably not something. We'll do Man, I forgot there. about the old scissoring scene. Yeah. There's a scissoring scene. Uh, I don't know if they show it's just scissoring. A, a licking scene. Who's, <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman and Mila Kunis. Who's doing the licking? Mila. Really? Yeah. I'll be watching that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I won't be. I got my award just show. So you know. know, that's just one short part out of the whole movie. Oh, does it it's actually kind of a long one? Sh- does it show anything? I mean, it doesn't show show. I but don't it shows know. Her going she's licking a butthole. It. <laughs> oh, it's her butthole. She's licking. I don't want to see that. I'm 
I might watch it still. <laughs> you know you would. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. HMC, you guys have anything else you want to talk about before <laughs> no. I... Okay. Can we agree that the people were more creepy than the demon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. HMC favorites. It's going to be a little different because I don't remember anybody dying other than Elise. So, uh, uh-uh. But anyway, Jessica, what was your favorite scene from the movie? I kind of like when um, she's walking through the house in the daytime and that little fucking mm-hmm. boy is standing mm-hmm. facing the wall because it creeps me out every time. Yeah. Little okay. kids are creepy. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Um, Seth, what was your favorite scene? For me, it has to be the one during the day where Lorraine sees the demon behind Josh. Because mm. that just is what was like, oh, my God, this is so scary. It's happening during the day. So that's what you said from the beginning. That's what you liked was that you had the daytime yeah. jump scare. So I got to pick that one. Okay. Um, for me, I think I am going to either my favorite scene is probably when Tucker sees the two girls in the um, camera. Just because I thought when he was doing all of his shit, I was like, these utensils are so stupid. These machines, mm-hmm. like these things, clearly don't work. And I think Specs even says, "Oh, it's just a um, modified." Uh, fuck. What's he call it? The the color changing. I mean, machine. that was a viewfinder. Clearly, okay. Well, he, like Specs calls him out on. It. He's like, all yeah. all it is is a modified no. color changer yeah. or something. But yeah, no, I think that was pretty good. But I really do like the scene where Rose uh, Byrne is. She goes out, takes the trash out, and the record skips, and that's the first time we hear the Tiny Tim song. And, and she looks through the window and sees the kid, and they're dancing. So that's probably one of those two. Yeah. Um, I don't know if how we're gonna do this. Some of the favorite killed is. Correct me if I'm wrong, but other than Elise, does anybody else die in this movie? No. So, so we kind of have to default to Elise, which it was pretty violent. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> yeah, that lady was though. pissed. Like, well, yeah. if you remember too, when Specs is riding down at the the one portion, she's like calling her a bitch and and a whore and, and a whore. So yeah. it like makes me wonder, and maybe this is talked about later on. Does that well, I guess she would. So the lady in black would know who Elise is because technically Elise is the one that masked Josh's ability to see her. So mm-hmm. I wonder if she that... stopped him from stopped her from yeah. getting him. Yes, that makes sense. I wonder if that's why she was so angry toward yeah. her. Well, that just became my favorite kill in the movie. <laughs> wow, way to talk me into that, Jess. Thank you, <laughs> Seth. One thing you really, 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 really like about this movie. I'm going to have to go again with the daytime jump scares. Okay. And there's a lot of jump scares in this. A lot, a lot of jump scares. Which I like my jump scares. He likes to poop in his pants. <laughs> Breaking the elastic bands. <laughs> Even though I actually do jump. <laughs> oh, I've seen him jump. He actually made me jump once watching Children of the Corn. He jumped so hard that I like, was like, what the fuck? I thought he was seizing. <laughs> Jess, what's one thing you really, 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 r- 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 really like about this movie? As if you couldn't guess the score. Oh, that is a good. Yeah. I love it. Tip to the toe, to the tippy toe. It's honestly what puts it <laughs> like my window. rating so far up there because it's the score is so really good. creepy sounding. Yeah, I should have went first. Fuck. I also got to go with the score. I think James Wan's scores are always really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Jess, one thing you didn't like about the movie. How shitty Josh was being with her, like, most of the time, like, kind of not believing it or brushing it off. And 
I don't know. Yeah. It pissed me off. I'm like, come on, honestly, with everything that's happening, you're not going to believe it a little bit. Right. Like, Especially after he went through the whole door opening alarm right. scene. Like, right. Mm, but it's like, was he really thinking that or was he just like trying to suppress it because part of him knew like. I kind of feel fuck. like he like wanted it to not be happening. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I, and we think we see that at the school where he's falling mm. asleep at school and he's like covering his eyes yeah. and he falls. He yeah. does fall asleep at school, but he has those flashbacks, mm. right? Where mm-hmm. he like is remembering it happening. So I think he just, again, like you said, he doesn't want to believe it. And I think everybody does that in certain certain aspects in their life. They're like, if I pretend like it's not there, yeah, it's going to go away, you know, yeah. but... Like when you're getting close to payday and you really want that McRib, but you're like, I don't know if my fucking bank <laughs> yeah. account can take this. I'm just going to go down there and try to buy it and see if it goes through. Yeah. Have you ever had a McRib? No. Me neither. I haven't I either. just wonder if they're like good because I feel like it's all the rage. I feel like it's a weird, weird thing to get at McDonald's. But I, In my opinion, this, you know, I'm just one, one guy, is if it were that fucking good, wouldn't it be on the menu all the time? Right. Or is the only way they can sell that bastard is to promote it like twice a year. Like, oh, hey, the McRib is back. Run and get it. And then everybody is like, oh, shit. <laughs> the fucking McRib is back. They go get it and they eat it. And they're like, it's not that good. I just never understood it. No, it didn't Mm-mm. look good in the pictures even. It Unless looked- it's something like that they don't make money on. So they only do it sometimes to get people to go there. Mm. Maybe it's like hard for them to make. Do I don't you, know. Do you think it's old? meat and they're like well fuck we gotta do someone let's mold it i feel like it's probably chicken it's like Win- <laughs> mcrib it's like wendy's how they use their old hamburgers for the chili oh, you gotta admit though when you make chili and you let the chili sit in the fridge like a week and a half and you heat that chili back up I'll, I'll fuck some chili up yeah. <laughs> she will oh, fuck shit. some chili <laughs> i mean <laughs> wow dude did you see her face? Yeah, she was like, she's like, I will. I'm about I'm, to go home make some chili. <laughs> she is like fingernail breaking mood now. I did. I'm, that fingernail came straight off. Holy shit! <laughs> you should. We should make chili. Just put it in the middle and eat it. It sounds it. good. It's finally that time of the year where crock pot time. Really good. Mm-hmm. Can we all agree that white chicken chili is better than regular chili? I'll agree with that. Yeah, I would say it is. I do like that. Dude, my aunt one time made white chicken chili, and I ate like eight bowls of it, and I was like, what's in this? And she started going through it, and she was like, and I think I put five sticks of butter. Lard. I was like, what? <laughs> a pound of sugar. Yeah, there's like five <laughs> sticks of butter in that. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. Fucking arteries are Just clogged. straight cholesterol. I'm dead. Butter I'm makes dead. it better. Yes, it does. <laughs> Seth, I'm sorry. What was one thing you do not like, Seth, about the movie? So there are like two scenes that were corny. The one is where Elise is telling him, like, oh, you're the only one that can save Dalton. Like, the music kind of gets corny. and it, I even noted, I'm like, this is kind of, like, totally out of the movie. Mm. It's a little corn hen for And you. then, like, at the end, before Elise gets killed, when they're all back in the kit, like, it's like, I don't know. It's too corny for me. Okay. For me, I've had said this about 50 times, so I'm, it's the the further, I don't know. Um. No, you're going to go to sleep tonight. You're going to end up in the further. And you're going to be glad you watched this because you know how to get around with a lantern. That's true. I hope you would come and talk to me and talk me through how to get back. I would try to. He wouldn't. He'd be like, just keep walking into the dark. (laughs) The good thing is you get that cool lantern as soon as you show up. So I wonder if there's just like checkpoints (laughs) as soon as you get there. Yeah. You get a welcome gift. (laughs) 
They give you a map. <laughs> a little basket with a map and a lantern. Don't lose your map. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, hey, Josh, see that red door? Go in there. They you would, some, too. They give you some of those crackers that they give you on the airplane. Yeah. Some little Biscoff thingies. Oh, I love those things. <laughs> <laughs> we used to eat the, shit of the, eat the shit out of those in the galley. I believe it. Mm. Okay, so <laughs> something I just thought of real quick. Yeah. The demon's lair is in their attic. I don't know the, if it really is, or it's just when they go through the door. I don't know where that actually goes. Okay, because I'm glad I, this is maybe the first time in horror movie crew history that I remember to go back and talk about something I said I was going to do. But when Dalton is up there and he falls, that rung breaks, mm. and he's sitting on the ground. We see he looks to the right, which is mm. right where that door is at. Mm-hmm. But that's also where her box of sheet music was. So is it? But the demon is after him specifically. Yes. So it makes sense that that's where like the gateway would be. But not until they moved into that house. Yeah, that was weird. Right. Hmm. It was, I forgot he heard like that crunching sound. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where the demon's door was at. So Mm -hmm. was it, yeah, they said the the house wasn't haunted. It was the boy, but none of it's really started until they moved into the house. So I don't know. This, I don't have an answer. Just thought it was odd. Um, Did I answer this question already? You just did. It was the further. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. All right. Well, hey, do you guys have anything else you want to talk about? HMC 24, Insidious Seth's pick, average 4.1 Stabby's rating from the HMC. I'm just excited to hear your pick. Yeah. Oh, it is my pick. How great. Are you guys excited? I'm excited. Mm -hmm. You look excited. Um... So I'm sorry. I'm going to step away from the paranormal. You guys know that's not my thing. Not that I dislike it. I love The Conjuring. That's Sinister all right. Just now keep picking paranormal. <laughs> that's what you do. You pick what you mm-hmm. like. Um, I recently watched this movie. It wasn't even on my radar, but I watched it and it became instantly. One. I bet you this movie is now in my top five favorite horror movies of all time. Just the one you mentioned to me earlier. Would you shut the fuck up and let me talk? I mean, for Christ's <laughs> sake. I don't ever get to talk on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with that one. Um, I also have an announcement to make afterwards to remind me. Oh, God. I have a new crush. Mila Kunis is getting moved to the site. Are you okay? Yeah. Is that a booger? I don't know. Like Did your earring fall out? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, HMC 25, my pick. I am doing Ready or Not. Have you guys seen it? Mm-mm. I have not. It's fucking brilliant. Not to mention, the writers and director of the movie are the same ones that are doing Scream 5. So, if you don't like Ready or Not, you may not like Scream 5. I don't know. I remember seeing but, one of the previews for it, and I thought it looked good. It's, it's phenomenal. She are, are they like playing games or something? So they, the gist of the movie is um, they get married, and when anyone marries into this family, they have to pull a card, and because this family is uh, long heirs of a game company, basically. Okay. So they pull a card, and whatever card you pull is the game that you have to play. And she doesn't know this, but there's one card you don't want to pull, which is hide-and-seek. Because basically the family has to try to kill you before dawn or... Oh, I remember this preview. This yeah. um, curse or whatever that's on this. It's not a curse. You'll find out when you watch it. But that's on the family is lift and they all die if they don't kill you before dawn. And of course, go figure, that's the card that she draws. 
but it's got Samara Weaving in it. She also is in The Babysitter on Netflix. Okay. Oh, that's what I thought you were going to pick. Mm-mm. Also a good movie. I would like to do that one at some point, but that's my announcement to make is that Mila is being moved over and Samara Weaving is moved into my number one spot. Okay. Based for... off of Ready or Not. So for moving forward, I, w- I would appreciate it if you guys would show some sensitivity and maybe send some pictures of Samara Weaving as opposed to Mila. You know, when you guys send me my jerk-off pictures when I first wake up. Yep. Yeah, so the, what, what's her name? Samara Weaving. Okay. I thought you were t- talking about Samara from The Ring. She's a little girl. That'd be weird. Was weaving. I was like, what? <laughs> Weaving's kind of an odd last name. Is he serious? Like Weaver. Is he serious right yeah, now? Yeah, I am fucking serious. You thought I was talking about <laughs> Samara from the ring weaving? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, why is he, what the fuck's he talking about? <laughs> Don't make that face, it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that wasn't it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> Any housekeeping you want to do? You got any ratings you want to change? No housekeeping. All right. HMC24 is in the books. 4.1 for Insidious. Next episode, we're going to be talking about ready or not. You guys good? Yep. All right. We're out of here. Bye. Bye, Peek. Peek? What do you like to peek at? <laughs> Don't be a peek too sooner. <laughs> <laughs>